And we are coming down in three, two, one. expecting i was expecting a nope but am i off no no you're good. Oh, you hear me i am ojito today the masker's massey and the rat of a red baron static 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 rat 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 a lot rat. of liveliness in the show today <laughs> i can't hear myself in my headphones Say something. i don't think i can hear anybody in my i headphones. hear you all right you can turn my headphones up now See if maybe that's uh, the problem. Oh, not that high. Jesus Christmas. A little higher. That's good. All right. Welcome to another edition of Getting Sports with Drunk. We're actually full full capacity tonight, um, despite COVID's best efforts. Um, yeah. So last week we did our fantasy draft, fantasy draft live kind of thing. Um, We'll keep you updated on that as it goes throughout the season. Also keep you updated on Pick'ems, which Mass and I still need to log in and get to be a part of. And then we're going to do a couple other like fantasy type of things um, to go throughout. But before that, uh, starting lineups is kind of a solid solid lineup all across because uh, the rat brought a beer for everybody. So, uh, rat, tell us about the beer. All right, Sol, tell us about the beer. So, we are drinking uh, Cloud Source. It's a hazy juicy IPA from Two Roads, located in Connecticut. What town? Uh, see, you gotta be that guy. Hartford. No. Much southern. Isn't that what he says? Hartford for Two Roads? Isn't that the one he says no, Hartford for all the time? Hartford outside of Hartford. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're gonna make fun of Kyle, you do it right. Yeah, for reals, with a Z. Yeah. Sometimes he just makes fun of himself. Yeah, that's all we need to do in life. Massey, can you actually turn my headphones down a little bit? I can hear myself and I don't like it. <laughs> you know what I am saying? Dog with yep. a G? Yep. Mm-hmm. No. Kendall, knock that shit off over there. Me introducing your beer. Yeah, fucking rat. Smash, where did we land on that wall plug? Well, or is it just <laughs> easier if I plug into your laptop? So yeah, so the the, the rat brought us a liquid uh, cloud sourced hazy juicy IPA from Two Roads out of Stratford. Get lost in the clouds on the road less traveled. It was purchased by chance, but I guess uh, this was somewhat an interest of Kyle's ish. Well, I don't think Kyle was interested in it as much. I don't think he like really it was on his radar. But like I had seen I it, and it, I thought it'd be something up his alley. Mm-hmm. I mean, Mox too. Um, Massey's kind of hit and miss with the IPs. I feel like he's not as big into the juice world for the IPs. I feel like Ooh, he's more. About I like what you did there, yeah. Forrest. I think he's more of a standard IPA guy. Um, but we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, so yeah, does anybody have any toasts of excellence? Go ahead, Mass. Uh, NFL season starts on Thursday. I uh, didn't think it would actually happen, but we're going to have football. All as long as it gets canceled by week seven, Mock and I are good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my toast In the of money. excellence is to Michael Trout for hitting a junior. Three- <laughs> Somebody snuck it in. Piss Kyle off real quick. Any hoosers. That was a good movie. 
Not the any part. Why have we done that? <laughs> uh, for Kyle! A, for hitting a 300th home run, fastest, and now he's the all-time leader in Angels history in home runs. That's not saying much. No. And uh, he also hit 200 stolen bases. They haven't been good since they had Angels in the outfield. <laughs> but, congrats to Michael Trout, who probably will make the Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah, he will, 100%. like to shout out uh, Dustin Johnson. You know who that is, Kenneth? Uh, the golfer, right? Yep. He uh he won his first career FedEx Cup title today. Won fifteen million dollars. Yeah, well, congrats, congrats. I, I, it's an interesting uh pick, but uh, congrats. Uh, mine is sort of a homer uh to uh Todd Frazier rejoining the Mets where he belongs. <laughs> On the IR. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, for the the short span until today, uh, the day of this recording, they were undefeated with him on the field. So, oh, I just pulled a pricker out of my hair from the course today. <laughs> Mock. I just pulled a pricker out of my hair from the course today. Wow. Yeah. There might be more in here. Hey, a uh, quick poll of the room. Yeah. Uh, Tyreek Hill or George Kittle? First pick of the third round. George Kittle. Tyreek we, Hill. We already have McCaffrey and Julio Jones. Tyreek Hill. How many tight ends? It's uh, one tight end. Tyreek Hill. In the top of the third round? You can't let him. He's not, I mean, you can't pass up someone falling that far. Well, figure we're not going to pick again till the end of the fourth round. Yeah, but you can get a tight end. Tight ends are question marks all the time anyway, unless you have Kittle. But Kittle's the only offense on that team. Yeah, but every time someone says that about a team, it's always... Hill was the only offense on the team two years ago. I mean, Kelsey's been there. But, I mean, but Kelsey wasn't a huge thing until two years Kendall? ago. Kendall? I mean, I would say take a charger, but... Take, <laughs> take Kittle. One for Hill, one for Kittle. Who are you taking? Take, Hopkins is take also Hill. there. Hopkins is also there. Take Hill. I, mean, I still not? take Hill. Kittle? Hill. Oh, they took Kittle. I still take Tyreek Hill over both of them. I, if it were me does picking, it I would have picked Hill. Does I would, it change I the vote that Julio Jones and Hill both have the same bye week? Yes. Get them both. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, decisions, decisions. This is why you should have just let us make picks. Paul? <laughs> should have just let us make some picks. Uh, this one's kind of like a bullshit one, and I'm kind of homering it for the third straight week. Now, the, the season's not over, so a lot of things can change. But a shout-out to White Sox first baseman Jose Abreu and shortstop Tim Anderson for coming down the stretch of this uh, shortened MLB season and defending their titles the best way possible. Tim Anderson for batting average mm-hmm. and Jose Abreu for RBIs by leading the league in them again. That's so, cool. I mean, well, for their leagues. Because I think Trey Turner's leading the league overall. And average, I think he's batting like 353 or something like that. And Anderson's right behind him at 351, and then Abreu's leading the AL and RBIs. It'd be cool for them to do it back to back. I agree. Hmm. I think so. I think what happened was like for the White Sox. I think a cool thing that happened for them this year is a lot of people like if you've been really into baseball as a whole, like the the hype around this White Sox team, like Kyle for example, the hype around this White Sox team has been two years or so in the making. Ever since they got you know once they got Mankata from the Red Sox and Eloy from the Cubs, and then they got Robert, and, like, you knew they had a lot of firepower coming up, you know, it was a question somewhat as to how good it was going to be, and now you're seeing it in the full swing, but a lot of people who aren't following baseball as a whole were really exposed to it when there was a game that was postponed, I forget what it was, for, like, COVID reasons, Mm -hmm. that was in the ESPN national slot on the TV, um, and the Cubs-White Sox got slotted into it, and that was when the White Sox routed the Cubs, and it was a lot of Eloy, Luis Robert, um, those those young guys really doing their thing. 
Was it like a Sunday night baseball game? Or? I don't think it was Sunday night. I think it was. It was. It, it could have been Sunday, but I don't. I don't remember. But but anyway, they got slotted in because the other game was postponed for whatever reason, and so they were a national national televised game, and I think that really got a lot of people watching. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Respectful. I'm I'm big on the White Sox. I've been big on the White Sox since the beginning of the year. Crack them. There we go. Give us a shot. Ohio. Also, Ohio. just a quick casual thing because it got I think it got lost in all the transition last year or last week. Um, last week, Kyle had a Pipeworks beer that became his new favorite beer. Yep. Which has been a trend of tracking this on the show. Remember the name of it? Yeah. Um, it was, what was it, Unbranded Beer Name or something like that? No. Um, was it like Unaffiliated Sponsor? <laughs> it was something like that, like yeah. Unofficial Beer Sponsor. Yeah. That's what it was. Unofficial Beer Sponsor from Pipework. So that actually trumped the uh, the Triple Dipple. Triple Dipple had a short run. Yeah. In comparison to the, 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 the well, Double the Dipple. the thing was, it was just like, it wasn't. Super, sh- like, it was strong because it hit me on the way home. But, like, it it tasted really... I think it hit you when you started making bets yeah. against your brother's ex. Where did that end up, by the way? He lost. Kyle okay. was wrong. Yeah, we did that right. <laughs> hey, Not on the show. Sure. At least, Kyle, that you had, you know, a stance and you stood with it. I have a quick uh, sip of silence, if that's okay. Uh, Mets uh, legend uh, Tom Seaver passed away. Um, so especially like there was another player too Hall of Fame of Lou Brock yep thank you oh, yep. so <sighs> alright so uh you going to round table here or what you, potluck well you have to have anything do you have the potluck prepared Ben mm-hmm. okay oh, we wait. also we do- have a shot. Oh yes. yeah, that's right. Um, do you want to just have some of this rye since you'll hate it? Yeah, go ahead. We'll do that. Uh, why is this? The uh, Mets and the Phillies tied their four game series, so since neither lost, uh, they both owe a shot. Yeah, we were this close. Well, they were really close. Like, we were really close, and then they pulled it out the end. <laughs> so, um, the, the Phillies, Phillies have a six game series with the Marlins coming up. That's fun. <laughs> Kendall, I don't, uh, why don't you do this? Let's do this. Don't take the shot yet, uh, Kyle. Okay. Because what we'll do is real quick before we get in the round table while you guys discuss draft logistics. Um, we're going to do a uh, spirit sample. We've been doing the spirit sample things. Last week was a, a break. So we're doing rise at the request of the, the rat this week. We only have four on deck. So I just didn't have a full stock of them. So we'll do one the first hour. We'll do one the second hour. Or two the second hour. We'll do one the third hour. So the first one is I, that's why I don't want you to do the shot yet. It's the same thing. Oh, same thing. That's okay. why I don't want you to do the shot yet because I want you to gotcha, get yeah, the yeah. appreciation for it type of thing. So would you guys get on the nose? On the nose. Smoke. Okay, you shouldn't really be getting a lot of smoke. Not on, not on the rise here. A little sweet. Yeah, you um, should get a lot of sweetness. Yeah. You should I don't pull know. a lot of vanilla out of this one. Yeah, vanilla. <laughs> and it, I don't know. <laughs> what? I, I get a lot of. I'm gonna hate this. It just made the funniest face. (laughs) Well, Kyle, you can chime in. Do you get a smell? Do you pull any sort of actual smell out of it, like a legitimate smell? Sorry. You should get a lot of vanilla. Get a lot of oak. (laughs) 
You shouldn't get oakiness out of this. No, but you should get oak out of this. funny the way like he said it. You should also pull honeysuckle and marzipan out of this. Yeah, yeah that was I, Yeah, definitely. What the fuck is marzipan? <laughs> it's, a, it's a city in South America. Right, so go ahead. Take your sip. Not you. What is marzipan? Is it like a, a marsupial? Yeah, Kyle, it's a marsupial. It's like a koala. Rebecca, you saw excuse me five or six more times tonight. I'm going to cut off that bun. I know, but I just wanted to say that. Good line. Good so, line. what do you guys get on the on the palate? Strong burn. It okay. it was not like I expected at all. I thought it was going to. R- like... Rise have a much more aggressive. So, so you'll notice like sweet finish though. So you'll notice like especially while you're talking, rise have that very strong alcohol component to it, almost yeah. similar to like a red wine. You'll notice that the minute it hits your tongue and you started talk, you started salivating. Yeah. It really gripped all the glands in your mouth and really extracted the Caught moisture out of your mouth. some tongue burn on that, too, for sure. Did you pull any flavors out specifically? Um, I got sweetness. I don't know why I thought I tasted orange. I feel like I didn't, but I don't know. I don't know how to say I, I, I like that. I think I tasted Kyle, orange, sit over there and drop. Sit over there and shut the fuck up. Hey, I think uh, fuck like that, you should still pull some vanilla out. No, and I think uh, honey as well. Honey, there should you should still get oak on the finish. It Citrus should, probably is more the flavor I thought. Like I an thought. orange zest is what yeah. you're looking for, not orange, but orange zest. Yeah. There's a, and and I'm not doing this to be an ass. There's, there's a major difference when you're talking about an alcohol component, especially cocktails. But when you finish it, I know you finished yours already, Matt, and you have a little bit left, right? Mm-hmm. So don't you take another one? I'm trying to finish it. Don't you don't do your exhale thing though. Swallow. And let it kind of just fester on the back of your tongue. And you should pull out a lot of oak once the burn starts going away. It should pretty much be predominantly oak. I get that. Yeah? I get that. So, this rye was, you had the Noble Oak Bourbon. This is the Noble Oak Double Oak Rye. So, Mm. it's a rye that's been aged Uh. twice in different oak barrels. Um, And it was finished with Port Oak Steves, which is where you're going to pull a lot of that sweetness from. Mm. Um, That marzipan will come from that. Also would have been acceptable to get that date raisin type of thing, that dried fruit. What does that mean, the oak stain is that what you staves oh okay staves staves staves, yeah, staves. staves of a barrel like, oh, i got you yeah so um port is a barrel finished wine very high in alcohol content usually has a very raisin dried fruit flavor to it so that's why you pull out a lot of that that was good initially on my first sip, i was like ooh, i don't know if i like this but after the second sip I was like yeah i get it all right and I now mean, uh kyle and kendall you guys can just go ahead and swash the second one right down here here you know what's gonna suck when i have to take out my snuff because of it <laughs> Why, you don't know how to drink without letting something hit you? <laughs> Did you like it, Kyle? No, but like it didn't burn as much as I thought. Oh. Right. And now you have a little, you have a little snus cup. You're a good guy over there. Thanks. I'm going to give you a high five in like an hour. All right, you're going to forget. No. So, uh, all right, so let's do, we've been doing the potluck thing while you guys were gone because you guys have been missing generally the first hour with your with your softball shenanigans. Two hours. So, um... Kyle prepared the, f- for the second hour, Kyle did prepare the first of a, kind of like a mini-series we're going to do. Yeah. Um, it's, we're gonna, him and I are going to bounce back and forth with it, so he's going to do one this week. I'll do one in a couple weeks, and then it's a, and then when we're done, we're going to finish it out. So, you guys, I'm, I'm letting you guys know this now. Do some paying attention. I know it's not your sport of preference. Do some paying attention, because at the end of this, once we really approach the date, we're going to do a, like, everyone's going to do their own full like one round nba mock draft and and I'm, I'm not saying like you can't just do it by looking up stuff but you hear discussions like so today I, kyle's much more versed in well you know what we'll get into it further when we do hour two so okay. let's just do the potluck we'll talk more about it when we get into hour two we're taking away from our potluck time so mass take it away favorite quote from the week 
Uh, Andy Reid, when presented with his Super Bowl ring, talking to the reporters, Hot dogs, uh, right? stated that you wear it for special occasions or if you want a free cheeseburger. <laughs> uh, well, I think he's really leaning into the I'm fat thing. Always has. Yeah, d- definitely owning I've up. I've been right? doing that since I was Who was born? the guy from the Browns that every time he yelled, his stomach would rise? You t- uh, I know exactly what you're talking about. He's got the white mustache. Yeah, uh, every time he would, like, you see the videos of him, like, he yells and his stomach, like, comes uh, up. I Romeo can't, I don't know his name. Who? Romeo Cornell? No, 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 no. Are you uh, sure? Yeah. Might be him. No, it's not. It's not him. We'll all know the name the minute it's said. He's, like, either, like, a defensive line coach or... No. Just, just go to the potluck. Kind of look it up. All right. If you can. I can. Uh, Freddie Freeman hit his first ever Grand Slam two days ago. So, that was something that happened. It's interesting. Really? He, he He's really good. First one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's he played an entire decade before hitting one. And then he hit two in a week. Dude, I fucking hate that guy, but I respect the shit out of him. Well, here we go. I, I feel like that's the route Kyle has to start going now, That ever since Harper became a Philly. I hate him, but I respect him. It leaves room for love. I've been... <laughs> Um, What's his name? Let's see here. I thought I was going to get a better <laughs> I like this guy. What was the Google search? Fat Browns coach. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was O-line coach. Yeah, every time... Oh, can you play the video? Real quick, just play the video. Bob Wiley. <laughs> just look at his stomach every time he says... <laughs> so great. Huh? He's got a great mustache too. I know, but look at just look at this. Every time he says "hut," hut. <laughs> so it's so great. Oh, I did have one other toast of excellence, just because it, it was such a dad joke, but it tickled me the right way. I saw it today. It's to Rebecca's dad, the guy who makes the the, the music for our intro, mm-hmm. um, and, and the voice you hear when you say "now welcome back." Um, if they hear that, I don't even know if they hear that anymore. Um, Dave Sanderson, but um, they posted a thing where it was like. I forget. What, I gotta find it. Shit, I lost it now. They're really ruining it. Hold on, give me five seconds. I gotta, I gotta <laughs> scrummage through all the Jesus posts. <laughs> um, oh, here we go. Dave Sanderson, big fan of the show. So, thank you, thank you, Dave. <laughs> Did not know that that was him on the recording. Yeah. Oh, with your bank account right now, where can you travel to? And he put the bathroom. And it just made me laugh. It just got me so good. Kendall almost just spit take over the board. He, he's so, like a picture of saying it. <laughs> so about Freddie Freeman, you can deal with this. Like you can agree with this. If he were ever to become a Philly, I'd cry. I'd be so happy. Dude, the guy one never fucking strikes out. No, it's one of those things. It's I don't like shit on it. Like the Harper thing, we shit on you for because you 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 have been no, no, on I, air I know. I know. saying how much you hate Harper and blah blah blah. But everybody has somebody, like, some division rival for at least one or two sports where you'd be like, yeah, 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 that only come saying, to me. That only saying he hates her, that he's not good. Right, exactly. <laughs> but I'm saying, but, like, everybody has, like, a, that person. Listen, man. Like, like I don't we'll know who Mox would be for football. Like, like, I don't know, maybe, like, I mean, I don't know if, you, like, Amari Cooper. Like, I don't know if you hate Amari Cooper. But, you like, know, I was cool with Amari Cooper until he really boned me in fantasy a couple years Deshaun ago. Deshaun Jackson. <laughs> No, never. No, never. Oh, never for Mock. No. Cut is far too deep on that one. Deshaun Jackson is the only person in the NFL that Mock actually really does hate with a burning passion. I hate him so much. He's great at celebrating Christmas stuff. Like, like, <laughs> no, never mind. He's in Barkley. Never mind. But like, like I would welcome, like, like I would, I, I would, like I would welcome Matt Stafford. I would have welcomed Adrian Peterson. I mean, 
it happened it happened to me literally i mean how how many times did we talk about it before i there's no yeah, that's that, fun that leads into another thing there's nothing i'd love more than jared allen and and we got him. Yeah, for, i mean it was, cool. it was a short for a short time and he wasn't super impactful but now the packers are the only nfc north team to not have an adrian peterson play for them <laughs> yeah but there's still three nfc north teams that didn't have the real adrian peterson play for them listen you got to get that jersey because that'd be just so funny like he didn't play for the bears like nah he did and he was better I actually have a dual rookie card of Adrian, Pe- the real Adrian Peterson, and uh, Jermaine Dye. It's great, love it. I thought you were going to tell me. Oh that. no, it's Mark Burley. Sorry. What? I thought you were talking about the uh, when you got the Adrian Peterson, the Bears Adrian Peterson. It's, it's such it's so high because people mistake it for being. Oh yeah, yeah. No, the, the the Bears Adrian Peterson cards are worth a lot of money because people like like the hard to get ones, not like the regular tops one, but like some of the rookie cards and shit because there's they're so hard. Everyone confuses <laughs> yeah. it. All right, quick Matt, score update. Raptors are down 24 to the Boston Celtics. Is the series tied 2-2? Celtics yep. are going to... I personally think the Celtics are winning this championship. So, I mean, they're going to win this series. It just makes me sad. Um, Steve Nash signed a four-year contract to become the head coach of the Nets. Really expected more out of Kyle for that, but it looks like he's busy drafting. No, say it again. I'm sorry. Steve Nash signed a four-year contract to become the head coach I of the Nets. I fucking love it. Yeah. Stephen A. Smith, shut up. Take that. Tweet at him right now. Somebody posted this thing. He'll so this ex NBA this ex NBA player said something about it how they're like he posted this list of like fifteen African American head coaches that are all have all had head coaching experience. And he was like, All these head coach available head African American head coaches and they choose a head coach that has no experience, whatever. And someone posted on it's like with the exception of Tyron Lue, these guys have a career winning percentage of below thirty. There's a reason they're all available. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just so funny. But it was I mean, here's the thing. I, the NBA is one of those places where the stakes aren't the same for all the sports like football. In football, it's it, it's the stakes are much higher year in and year out, season by season. Whereas in the NBA, there's there's more wiggle room and there's more room for experimentation. And Steve Nash is one of those players, like Jason Kidd, that his IQ for the sport exceeds his talent tenfold and steve nash is one talented ass basketball player now it doesn't always equate to head coaching we saw it with isaiah thomas it doesn't always equate to the head coaching position so we don't know we don't know but if you're going to take a gamble on an ex-player who better than a back-to-back mvp point guard somebody that not only exceeded in a league that had kobe bryant tim duncan Tracy McGrady, all these other stud superstars, but on top of it was a point guard, somebody that legitimately led a team. And at, in his time in Phoenix, led a team of superstars. I mean, that team was stacked with all-stars. My, my, yeah. ta- my take on it is that I, I personally believe the Nets were looking for a coach that is a fast-paced coach. And by that... What I mean is that there, it's it's called in the NBA a seven seconds or less. Okay, mm-hmm. they go up, they score. There's no in between. So I think that Steve Nash is perfect. So you got Kyrie Irving, you got Kevin Durant, you got two of the best players in the NBA. Okay, one Steve Nash's job is already easy. He's got Steve Nash. Uh, sorry, <laughs> he's got himself. He's he's got Kyrie Irving and he's got Kevin Durant. Okay. But that's what I'm saying. That's where I like the Steve Nash pick because you talk about Steve Nash came in. Steve Nash captained and led a team of 
egos of Amari Stoudemire, Sean Marion, Landry Barbosa. I mean, these are all guys that. Well, I'm just saying. Sorry to interrupt you. No, you're not. Those (laughs) there were all guys that were doing very well. I mean, Landry Barbosa was not by any means a household name, really. But he was somebody that was making a name for himself on that Phoenix Suns team and went, able, went on to be able to win an NBA championship with Golden State. And all those players, so, so you were bringing in somebody, like Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant both have egos but love to play with each other. So you're bringing in somebody that's going to create that family type of mm-hmm. team. Also, you got to remember, he played with probably one of the biggest egos of all time. And I hate it. I hate to say it, but Kobe Bryant. We all love him, but he's probably one of the biggest egos of all time. Kyrie sure. Irving is one of the biggest egos in the NBA right now. Kevin Durant doesn't really have much of a personality, <laughs> but he's one of the best players that we've ever seen. Yeah. So, I personally think he knows how to control those players. And I think they will listen to him because it's Steve Nash. Like, he, yeah. he he's a Hall of Famer. Uh, he never won a ring, but he knows how to get the job done. There was another thing I saw that they kind of like talked with Durant about it, and he, he kind of pushed him in that direction to like go get Nash. So I think he kind of yeah. had the hand in it too, because didn't didn't wasn't Nash like a like an advisor or something with the Warriors or something? Yeah, he he was, he was doing something with Golden State. But, but, but like all in all, I think he's uh, I think he's the perfect fit mm. for that team. You know, it's it's just it's just a, a comment, and you know, in the room here, we, we play a lot of you know sports video games where we actually we'll simulate like careers and basketballs. One we we would do a lot, and Steve actually, Nash would always kind of find his way like head coaching, like 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 a Nets or a team that's kind of in an in between. It's really funny that you say that, because I was actually thinking about that for next week. I was thinking about bringing in my PlayStation <laughs> and hooking it up to the TV and doing a simulation throughout the the show yeah, we can of do a that. career for like. Because we can even do it for Madden, because, I mean, it takes forever to simulate the seasons, but... You got three hours. But we get three hours. We can just keep doing it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think it'd be interesting to do. Just for fun. Also, like... I'm sorry, Max. Go ahead. You have other things. You no, know. keep going. Well, it's I was going to bring up a whole different topic about NBA. He was just going to bring up that well, he has an Ash jersey that he can't find. We're going to keep keep going with the potluck, and, and then what we'll do is, is write down, write it down. You have a few paper over there, right? Just, just make a note, and hour three is going to be pretty open, okay. so... Uh, Mookie Betts has more home runs than the Red Sox have wins currently. So I thought that was a fun little statistic. The Reds, I didn't know that. The Red Sox were never going to do anything regardless this year. It's still funny. I, and I, I get it. but like, On the same subject, uh, LeBron James has more career points in the, play, in the playoffs than the Grizzlies franchise does, which is also very funny. That can't be true. What was the, the LeBron the James has more points scored individually at, in in his career for the playoffs than the the Grizzlies have as an entire franchise. He has seven thousand forty eight career you mean just points like in, in the playoffs, playoffs or in, in the playoffs. Oh, in the playoffs. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Could you imagine well, yeah. the entire existence of the Grizzlies? Okay. I was like, "There's no fucking way." <laughs> but uh, the Grizzlies have seven thousand forty five. LeBron had seven thousand forty eight. Wow. Uh, my opinion on that, and the Re- not on the Red Sox thing, not the NBA thing, because mm. I can give two shits about that. Um, it's just on the same line. No, no, no I, I get it. Um, going into this season, I don't think the Red Sox had any any thought of winning this year. Nah. They got rid of. They had no starters for one. Their number one was Nathan Avaldi. If you don't know who that is, that is the king of being able to throw a gem or getting rocked and no in between. Sales out this whole year. What? Is sale out this yeah, year? Yeah, he's on his way. Okay. 
Um, we, we've seen it time and time again. That guy will either throw eight innings or two. <laughs> he sucks. But then they have a bunch of fours. Like, you're not going to win. And, like, yeah, they're all... You know, we've talked about it before. The Red Sox paid the wrong guys. Um, there is no reason why they didn't pay Mookie Betts over um, Xander Bogarts and Rafael Devers. I'm sorry. Well, Devers hasn't gotten paid yet. I thought he did. I don't think so. I don't think Devers has gotten paid yet. Um, you know, Bogarts... I'm looking it up now. It, it's one of those things, Scott, where, I mean, you know as well, the, the, the shortstop position is very sought after. And I mean, the, the shortstop typically is like the the quarterback of the infield. You know, that, that's usually like your your centerpiece player. But being that's a, sorry, I, go ahead. But for me, the shortstop, and, and I disagree with this a lot in baseball. Kyle and I have talked about it a lot with uh, the Phillies choosing to get rid of Franco. The shortstop position is the only position in baseball besides the catcher. The catcher, has, but this is always going to be the thing for the catcher. Because of the nature of his position, but when you talk about the four middle, the four infielders and your three outfielders, the shortstop is the only position in the MLB that still has like defensive weight over the offensive capabilities. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, the majority of shortstops still rake offensively. Tim Anderson, we just talked about it in the Toast of Excellence, is looking for back-to-back batting titles. Mm-hmm. Javier Baez rakes all the time. Mondesi, all these guys, they 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 absolutely are studs in the offensive positions. Uh, Carrera, right? Square the shortstop. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, all these guys they 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 still rake, but you would be willing to sacrifice having an elite defensive shortstop and have him be an eight hitter. Jose Iglesias, <laughs> right? I mean, look at the play that Jose Iglesias had just the other night. Just the other night to prevent his team from losing in extras. I mean, he was playing the second base bag on a shift and came all the way over to first base in almost essentially a diving type play. To, to, to cut off a relay to throw to home because the rest of the defense out like positioned themselves wrongly on the relay. I mean, those types of things are irreplaceable. Now, the catcher will – but how many times do we see those? I mean, look at the White Sox. The White Sox are a perfect example, right, Kyle? Eloy Jimenez is an absolute liability in left field. <laughs> he absolutely is. Kyle, am I wrong? Nope. He is an absolute liability in left field. But the guy in his two years in the majors is fucking raking. So – what do we want more? Somebody that has the ability to hit a home run every time or someone that's going to make some yeah. mistakes? F- find a place for him in the lineup. <laughs> all right, go ahead, Mass. Sorry. That's all right. Um, as of last night, uh, currently not expecting Giannis to return to the lineup uh, for game six. In my opinion, the Milwaukee Bucks started the playoffs as the we've got this team. Like we're we're the we're the team that's we're gonna it's gonna be us in Boston. We're worrying about Boston. That's the way they've been playing. And Miami, de- at the end of the day, Jimmy Butler is no joke. Jimmy Butler is an all star, and he is arguably the second best two way player in basketball. Milwaukee was the team that came in. We got this. Uh, Miami was the team that came in having nothing to lose. No, no, it's not. Well, it's not even that though. It's just it's just that like it, it, Kendall says it all the time. If you play like you're happy to be there, you'll lose. Yep, and that's what the Bucks were playing like rounds one and two. We're happy to be there, and that's what they're playing like right now. And they're down three one. Chris Middleton saved them. Chris Middleton played out of his mind in game five was awesome. or game four. He played out of his mind. But the Bucks are have their backs against the wall, and they have three straight win or go home games. And 
I don't see Miami giving up three straight games. I just don't. Unless... They have a lot of good defensive players. And Jimmy Butler rises and elevates to that potential. And we're seeing Jimmy Butler in the Heat uniform do the thing that everyone expected him to do in Philly and in Minnesota, which he hasn't done since Chicago. And that's because Jimmy Butler, even though he isn't a Kevin Durant, even though he isn't a Kawhi Leonard, Jimmy Butler needs to be the individual superstar on a team. He has to be the superstar on the team. And that's not what he was in Philly, and that's not what the, the that's not what Thibodeau had in mind for that Timberwolves team. When he thrives as the individual star, the rest of the players elevate their game to a place we've never even seen. Look at Bam Adebayo alone this year, how much he's improved. Because Jimmy Jimmy Butler is a good team leader. He's a mental case, don't get me wrong, but he is a team leader. And he will lead a locker room into war and make them feel like they are absolutely unbeatable. And if they manage to beat Milwaukee in Game 5 and take it 4-1, to one, I absolutely believe they'll take down the Celtics in, in, in the Eastern Conference Finals. Hmm. Um, but I think they have to do it in Game 5. Because if they, if they lose 2 and then win, I, their momentum, I think, is taken out of the sales. I think the Heat are better coached than the Bucks. No, and that goes into it. You're right. And, and not having Anakumpo plays into it as well. But they had Anakumpo games 1 and 2. The Heat are a hungrier he was, team. He was a liability those games too, wasn't he? But he's just a, they're a hungrier team. Jimmy Butler is out there trying to prove everything to the world. Jimmy, I mean, is Jimmy Butler in anybody's top five player of all, or not all time, but I mean, current in the NBA? No. No. I mean, he might be top five defensively, but overall defensively, if you encompass all defensive aspects, interior and exterior. He's not the top five probably, I would name. He's a top five perimeter defender. Yeah, he's second. I like your overall that you were saying. Right, but if you go into overall, he's probably not top five. He's never an MVP discussion, nor should he be. I'm not saying he should be, but he's never an MVP discussion. He's he'll never shoot the greatest. Never. No, he'll never be the greatest at anything, but he will always give you second best. And I'm sorry, but if, in my opinion, I would rather have somebody who's going to be second best at ten things than somebody who's going to be first best at four and below ten at the other six. Yeah, it makes you a more rounded player. You, you look at it all the time. Who I think it was Michael Phelps who said it. He goes, "I'm ne- I've Michael Phelps said all the time. He's like, I'm never the best at any category in, in in any swim I've ever done in the Olympics, but I'm always second best in everything I do, which is why he wins so much. Mm-hmm. And that's what Jimmy Butler is trying to prove. And now that he's the superstar on a team again, a much more talented team than he had in Chicago. I think the Heat can make a serious fucking run at this. And I think if it comes down to Heat Lakers, I will give it to the Heat because Eric Spolstra has Eric Spolstra has been there before and he'll get it done. Is there any team that you don't have the Heat beating? I, I think the Celtics can can give them a run for their money. If the Heat if the Heat lose multiple games to the Bucks in a row, which they have to lose them in a row, I think it'll take the because the Celtics can grind out a seven game series. Yeah. The Celtics can score the ball from a lot of different places. What about from the other side? The Lakers, the Rockets. The only, thing, the only thing that the Celtics don't have over the Heat is their center position. Yeah, nobody's going to slow down Bam. But you also got to remember, can Kendrick Nunn car, guard Kemba? Jimmy can cover Jalen Brown. That's easy. But J- Jimmy won't. And, and he'll Jimmy, guard Jason Tatum. And he'll lock up Jason Tatum. Because Jason, Jason Tatum, you have to remember this too, in their playoffs, Jason Tatum has never seen a Jimmy Butler, Kyle. 
No, I know. For seven games or however many games it goes, he's never seen him. And this is where Jason Tatum's gonna. This is where we're gonna see Jason Tatum show his colors for the rest of his career. I'm not saying Jason Tatum has to go out and average 30 points a game, but if Jason Tatum can go out in a seven game series and average 22 points a game, being guarded by Butler the majority of the time, Jason Tatum is gonna be a superstar and an absolute stud for the rest of his career. Think anybody from the West can compete with them? Lakers can easily compete with them. Yeah, the Lakers. The Lakers have the Lakers have more star power than any mm-hmm. other team in the NBA. But do I think the Lakers are all around better? No, I don't think it's close. What about anybody else? Rockets, Clippers, Nuggets. No, Rockets will get fucked the shit on. I still think the Rockets suck. Well, I think it's funny though. This is this is we'll use this as a potluck thing. I don't know if you have it down, but Draymond Green actually brought up a smart point for the first time in his life. <laughs> um, he said it, and it's actually excellent. True. Draymond Green. Kyle and I were talking about it. Draymond Green put out a tweet, and he said. If your name is not if your name's not Joel Embiid, Nikola Jokic, or Carl Anthony Towns, you sh- and so this was ge- the way he worded it. It's geared towards the NBA players, not the fans. If your name is not Nikola Jokic, if your name is not Carl Anthony Towns or Joel Embiid, you should not be rooting for the Rockets because if the Rockets can dethrone LeBron James and Anthony Davis and take them down with their center being a max height of 6'7", you are absolutely demoralizing the center position farther than it's ever been. And those three guys are the exception because those three guys are absolutely untouchable. They're, they're, they're centers because of their height, not because of their skill. I mean, Nikola Jokic can run a team. He could be a point guard. But you didn't get him a beer, Mass? You asked <laughs> him if you wanted, wanted a beer and I said, didn't yeah. get I him was, a beer? I, I whispered Bush to you. I'll take one too, Mass. Yeah, me too. Uh, so, oh, he left, so I don't know. But, but I think Draymond Green's got a point. I mean, you look at a lot of these, like Kunt Capella's, even Bam out of Bios, a lot of these players, they're going to become a lot more expendable. The, there's only one center he left out, Kyle, and you can argue with me if, on this if you want. There's only one center he left out that I think is defensible in the situation, and it's Steven Adams. And the only reason is because Steven Adams isn't a superstar like those guys, but Steven Adams is arguably plays with more heart than anybody else on the court at any given time. What do you think, Kyle? I think Stephen Adams. I think he's an exception to that. Yeah, well, he's he's not a scorer. No, but Stephen Adams. But no, Stephen no, that's Adams. Why I think he's an exception. But Stephen Adams is somebody that can go out against those three guys and give them fits. Mm-hmm. Stephen Adams is going to play with heart. He's going to out muscle for rebounds, and he's a team player. Man, I, I want Thunder to win that series so bad. I just want Stephen Adams to be a bull. <laughs> I just want his jersey. All right, just get like a custom one made. No. And just argue with people like, he played there, remember? <laughs> My name is Adams. <laughs> um, Adrian Peterson is signed with the Detroit Lions after being waived by the Washington Redskins. I'm sorry, the Washington football team. <laughs> Dumb move by Washington. Yeah, I don't know what Real they strange, stand, but I mean. Why did they stand the game by doing that? They, they want to give all the snaps to the rookie. I understand, but. It's the, I, I'm sorry, you took one of the best running backs of our generation out of your of, of all time, room. of all yeah. time. But I, I mean, out of your film room, out of your practice, that like it, it just it, it's a good guy to have. Yeah. When I think that's why the Lions did that because they have two very because they haven't had a good running back since the '80s. They, they've had they have <laughs> two very young running backs. And no, like, I can, no, I know why the Lions did it. I just think it's a dumb move by Washington. Yeah. I think it's a very dumb move by Washington. You but while we're on, Ron, I don't want to say it, but. He doesn't fit Ron, how Ron Rivera uses his running back. No, I understand. But while we're on the subject, I think a round of applause is very much necessary for Alex Smith making the 53-man roster. Yes. 
through hell and back. I understand if you th- whether you have the idea that he doesn't ever play a snap again, or you does, or he or he does. I mean, what he came back from. I mean, we've seen a lot of these injuries. I mean, look at um, Zach Miller, and Ryan Shazier, or those types of. Play- I mean, we're, Alex Smith took this an injury just as gruesome that could have taken taken him out for he his career, him. and and he made the comeback. He almost died from it. Right, he almost lost his leg. He almost died. I mean, the fact that he's not even, not even, not even played practice squad football, but made an NFL roster again. And I got to tell you, I think that that's the absolute most awesome move the Washington football team could have done is give Dwayne Haskins Alex Smith's absolute undying attention at quarterback position, even yeah. if he doesn't play a snap. It is the most valuable thing they could have done for their football team. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, we can all agree, and any football fan can agree, Alex Smith will not be the guy that you're going to go down and say won you your football game, but he will never be the guy that loses you your football game. Yeah, never. He might win a couple for you, but he'll never lose one for you. And I'm sorry, but Dwayne Haskins is looking more like he, he got a little better as the season went on, but he's looking like he's going to kind of have that Jameis factor to him. He's going to throw a lot of passes, and he's going to have a lot of picks because of it. He might throw 45 touchdowns, but it's going to be on the the receiving end of 35 picks. And Alex Smith, I mean, fuck. Come on. That guy goes in there and shows Dwayne Haskins how to limit those those picks by 20 and keep the touchdowns where they are. You're talking about Washington being a legitimate contender in three years. But you also saw that, like, Haskins was getting better as the year went on. That's what I'm saying. I said that. But it's like. Alex yeah, Smith, I mean, know, I know, I know. you got one of the best the teachers best in the game. The best quarterback in our generation at game management. Yeah. At reading defenses and making sure that nothing wrong is going to happen on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah, it's like, you know, take a sack when you have to. Don't force throws. He's, I mean, he's I the best. Alec, in my opinion, Alex Smith is the only quarterback that we've seen where when he throws an interception, more times than not, people are going like, that was a good play by the defense. Yeah. You know, I mean, you see that with like, like – it's, you see all the time, like Aaron Rodgers. When Aaron, Aaron Rodgers yeah. throws a pick, it, it's almost always because the offensive player tipped the ball yeah. or something like that. But, like, that never happened to Alex Smith. If he got picked off, it's because that defensive back took a risky jump and got good. And, he, and, he made a good yeah. move. He made the right decision. It wasn't on Alex Smith. He Never careless. Never careless with no. the football in his hands. Yeah. Is Ron Rivera there or no? Right yes. now, he's back? Yeah. Okay. He so may leave again, but he's back. With Ron Rivera there at the moment, I think he kind of did everything right. And I'm only, and Except I'm for s- Peterson. I understand, like, Peterson was probably their best running back, but we can all agree that, like, he doesn't fit his scheme, right? How much money did it save him? Does anyone know offhand? I don't think he was making much. I, I'm I'm just curious. Yeah, I have no idea. I had to imagine it was, a, it was a smaller contract. But here's the thing, though: it doesn't matter if he fits the scheme or not. No, I I, I get it. I, like, that's what I said. I don't I don't like it, but like that's why he probably did it. No, and I understand that, but I, it's still a bad move. Even if he doesn't fit the scheme at all, there is one other person. I, I I'll look through their roster. I can guarantee you I can name ten players on their roster that were worthy of being cut before him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But with Ron Rivera there, I think Washington has an idea with where to go. I hope so because you kept know Alex Smith for a reason. You know that, that's a team that's been snake bitten, and I don't think anyone in the room really hates you know Washington. I just they're a team that really hasn't had much success. Kind of like the Browns. 
kind of. Washington saved two and uh, two and a half million dollars in cap space. Oh, nothing. They saved yeah, nothing. Yeah. yeah, so they could they could buy a little a couple more snow cone machines. You okay, know. Off topic. We signed Brandon Colquitt. Do you know how oh, really? many nice. snow cones machines you could buy with two and a half million dollars? Yeah, you could probably buy a million of them. <laughs> well, it depends what kind of snow cone machines we're talking about. You're talking about snow cone machines that are like a the carnival. SpongeBob Square Punts one. Square, <laughs> Square Punts. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> That's my fantasy football team name. The SpongeBob <laughs> Square Punts. <laughs> All right, let me do a little bit of math. I'll tell you. <laughs> All right. I'm not worried about it. Oh, we need to know. These are the questions our fans need to know. Right. This kind of go coincides. Remember, we talked about uh, the trade for the the printer. We so we looked, we found out the printer was you still around. You would be around. able to buy seventy three thousand five hundred twenty nine point four one snow cone machines. I mean, you know, to dipping dots might be worth it. Well, you got to factor out the decimal because of tax, Kyle. Come on, I get it. This is America. <laughs> Uncle Sam's got to get his. Also, the only change. country that has credit. That's not true. I think it is. You think we're the only country that has credit? Yeah, look it up. My favorite thing in the world is the meme that sh- cycles every once in a while where it's Come like on, somebody's like like watching the news or whatever and it's like, and the United States are $11.7 trillion in debt to China. And the person's like, what do you mean we? <laughs> yeah. I don't owe China shit. Kyle, can you define what you mean by credit? A credit score. Kyle is right. We're the only country in the world that has a credit score. So, America's credit scores don't count for anything overseas. Does that count? I gotta be honest. I'm, I understand what we're talking about, but I'm lost. <laughs> Do other countries just have a credit score? Uh, all right, hold on. Let me Look, all I can tell you is that no matter where I go in this world, I can't get along. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much all that matters to me. So... They don't have credit scores, but they have credit bureaus that do different things. But technically, America is the only one with a credit score. Are you gonna, so I think what are they called? Credit points. To settle this, you guys uh, both owe a shot. I'll take one. Fall. Uh, me up. <laughs> More right for so. Uh, I will take a shot if somebody can accurately guess. Not Paul because he's looking. I can't see what you're. Are you kidding me? My eyes are shot from playing Madden what? in Kyle's room for so long. You guys just tweet and for me. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. What is what are the most interceptions Alex Smith yeah. has ever thrown in a season in his career? Mark, I got you. Here, catch. What's up? All right. Um, I'm gonna go with twelve. Fourteen. I was gonna say nine. What'd you say? Twelve. Most thrown in a season. It's gonna be high. I know. I I, just, I feel not. like one season in his younger days he has a high six. Teen. <laughs> 16. 16 is second year in the league. So I'm closest because I got the six part right. That's yeah. right. <laughs> what did you uh, say? He's 14. Thro- he's thrown uh, a, he's Kendall's th- second closest because he got a teen. He threw a... Uh, no, I didn't. <laughs> no, you said 12. Do you want me to put the... 12 teen. Hmm? Do you want me to put the cork back in this? He yeah, threw, I definitely uh, want you to play with it, though. Because I'm going to need that at some point. He threw, over te- he threw 10 or more four times in his career. All were within his first five years in the league. After that, it didn't go higher than eight. Wow. Good for him. Can you guess what the most touchdowns he ever threw in a season were? 24. Six. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I'm going to go with 17. 23. 24. What was the question? Most touchdowns Alex Smith's thrown in a season? Uh, 31. 26. Oh, that's a lot more actually than I expected. 
2017 or in Kansas City. I was like, I remember he had like that MVP type season, then he got hurt. I was gonna say, I thought he was gonna say in Waterbury. I'm like, whoa, he <laughs> <laughs> was a Waterbury Raider for <laughs> half a year. He tore it up. The Meriden Raider. But that just goes to show, yeah, Alex Smith is consistent. Um, this was gonna be my shot of excellence if I got yelled at for the football starting thing. Toast of excellence. Yeah. You can take a shot of excellence, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Philadelphia signed Josh McCown to its practice squad, making him the oldest practice squad player in NFL history. He will live in Texas watching the game on TV and make $12,000 a week. Yeah, good oh, for the him. McCown thing, yeah. yeah. Which He's is fucking emergency awesome. quarterback. Yep. Good for him. Well, it's very yeah, bad. You know of him. Philly needs it. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Imagine he's going to be sitting home, just going to crack open a beer. And make $12,000. Josh! <laughs> Get that call. We need Fuck. you tomorrow. Uh, Tampa Bay signed Josh Rosen after the Dolphins cut him. Mm-hmm. Great, uh, great. Perfect. For who? Perfect for Josh Rosen. Okay. Uh, he ends I mean, up with Tom Brady like everybody thought he would like two yep. years ago. It doesn't, it doesn't matter who the he ends up with. That's a, that's a, the point is not Brady. The point is that, that guy has gotten shafted. His NFL career is a shaft. Is not his fault. He had nothing to do with his career going the way it's going. And that guy is going to end up selling hot dogs out of a cart at 32 years old, and it's not going to be his fault. And that's the problem. Yeah, I agree. I think he's, to go he's play had a real CFL. rough start. And um, totally not his fault. No, it's not. He shouldn't have to go play in the CFL. It's not his fault. He had a shitty job. He had a shitty fucking general management in fucking Arizona. Then he got sent off to a shitty general management in Miami. It was a bunch of bogus bullshit. I hope that guy starts in the NFL at one point and leads a team to the playoffs. He deserves it after the shit he's dealt with. Patriots released Mohamed Sanu, making that the worst use of a second-round pick that I can think of. Well, he's going to be a starting quarterback for some team. (laughs) Why is it a waste of a second-round pick? Because the Patriots traded a second-round pick for Mohamed Sanu just to cut him. Well, they didn't trade it and then cut him. They got him. They used him. But he didn't do anything last year. Um... I like how Mass like tries to make his point and then just move on before you can say anything else. It's like fuck you guys. Uh, Jaguars released released Leonard released 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 Leonard Fournette uh, signed with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yep, that's about enough of that uh, accent. Yeah. <laughs> Who cares? Um, we'll start for them. No, he won't. No, he um, won't. He already came out. Arians already came out and said Ronald Jones is their guy. This is not going to be the starter. He might eventually, but he's not their starter. Clowney signed with uh, the Tennessee Titans after firing his agent for the third time. Which was kind of off my radar. I knew that, you know, there was potential for him to go anywhere, but I don't know. I just didn't envision him going there, I guess. Nope. It's between them and the Saints, and I guess he ended up shooting the Titans. Well, because what's his face there and his mustache, you know, too big of a personality. Yeah. I don't know who the fuck you're talking about because Sean Payne doesn't have a mustache. No, 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 no. Uh... Help me out, Brian. No, no, no. Defensive end uh, or Cameron Jordan. Jordan. Yeah, Cameron Jordan. Yeah. What mustache does he have? Remember, he had he had like he was you know bitching about Minshew having a mustache, and he had the the, the twisted end. You guys remember that? No. That well, that, I guess that's my point. How unimpressive the mustache was. Okay. Um, Deshaun Jack or just uh, Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, fuck Jesus that guy. Christ. It's gonna be a long night. Deshaun Watson signed a four year deal with the Texans. Uh, averages $39 million a year, gets a $20 million, $27 million signing bonus. Which means my fantasy uh, team is shot. He has, <laughs> so he's tied to the Texans for six years. In other news regarding trade or uh, deal sign, 
God, I should just stop talking for the rest Good. of the show. That means that the Texans agreed to have six years of an injured quarterback. Yep. Uh, Bills gave Tredavious White a four-year, $70 million contract extension, including $55 million guaranteed. Worth every penny. Yep. Uh, 25 years old, so 25 plus another four years, 29. He'll hit the yep. market again. Who's that, Watson? Uh, Tredavious White. Oh, sorry. Um, Let's see. It's one of those, I mean, corners, we, we see it a lot where you, it's almost like a running back. You get one shot at that big deal. Mm-hmm. He'll be nice. He's lucky enough to where, you know, he'll hit free agency again at 29. So maybe he'll get a second good deal. Can but you just fucking snort cocaine over there? I did. No, no. Like <laughs> Quick line. Some nasal but I, issues. But the, the same with Watson. I mean, I think it was a smart uh. deal on his end that he'll hit um, free agency under 30. And, and cash in again. Yep. Yeah. Uh, this one will make Paul happy. Uh, Joe Mixon signed a four-year, $48 million deal with the Cincinnati Bengals. Good for him. No, good for the team. Bad for him. Why bad for him? Because he's a Bengal. I mean... If, um, if they can figure it out, great. But for the right now, he had at least two years of them sucking. Yeah, but... Again, I mean, offensively, the team isn't bad. You don't know that yet. They haven't taken it. No, no, stand. but I mean, even even last year, offensively, they weren't bad. Tyler Boyd had a good year. I mean, Green was hurt, but I mean, Boyd had a good year. Ross was whatever. Mixon they were bad was... mostly because they didn't have Dalton. Yeah, well, they and, their, and their defense was bad. But the only problem is that their offensive line's still whack. I, I think that Listen, I think Joe Mixon is easily a top 10 running back. That's what I mean. I think this year... I think Burrow puts them in a better chance than anyone did last year, other than Dalton. But I do like Joe Mixon, even though he's a Bengal. I respect him. <laughs> I don't respect him. I just think he's good. I got you, girl. I fucking hate Mark Ingram, though. Fair. He was a saint. Uh, that's also a big thing, why I hate him. Yeah, that's a big why him. Ryan Fitzpatrick was named the starting quarterback for the Miami Dolphins. We knew that was happening. We saw that coming. When are we going to play next? That means Devontae Parker is going to have a fucking killer week, like three weeks. <laughs> week four through seven. It's going to be incredible. No, like, he's good with uh, Fitzpatrick. I don't, I don't know how he'll, I don't know how two would deep ball. I, I personally, I don't watch Bama games because I find them kind of fucking boring. But How many college football games do you average during a year? Like seven. Seven? Are you kidding me? Wow. They're all Michigan State. No, Penn State. Oh, that's right. Michigan State. Because they're on at noon and they end at three, then I gotta go to work. You know, I don't like it, but it's a sound reasoning. Uh, Cam Newton got officially named the starting quarterback. Everybody saw that one coming. Uh, Kirk Cousins is just fine with getting coronavirus, stating, "If I die, I die." Good for him. So funny. <laughs> you know, uh, Derwin James down for the year. Yep. He's gonna be again those, bummer. Yeah, he's gonna be one of those guys that just can't stay. Yep. Uh, anybody else have anything that I forgot? No, I think you. Uh... What time do we start? Well, hold on. Like fifteen, I think. Okay. Major shift in the baseball world. Yankees are on the slide. Yep. They're now down to the six seed. No, they're, they're a wild card team now. They're behind Toronto. Phillies are now in second place. They're, they're the six seed now. Behind St. Louis. 
Um, the fucking Padres, man. Oh, I forgot. John Morant won Rookie of the Year. Yeah, we knew that was going to happen. Still hey, Zion got one vote, though. <laughs> I want to know who voted for him. Zion did. He didn't just Zion voted for himself. Also, um, I did tweet at Stephen A. We'll see if we get a response. <laughs> What'd you tweet exactly? All right, I'll read it. Uh, I'm going to pull it up here. He, the, the is, it from the, the, is it from the account Twitter or your Twitter? Oh, the shows. Uh, so if it's from his Twitter, there should be some N-word the, the, in there. wasn't enough. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. The captain slash Sheen Washable does not support the use of derogatory slang. Nor is he racist. Is that, he a good that, guy, though? That, yeah. That's just my opinion about it. With enough sample size. Like, he hates Kyle, women, though. Kyle is just continuing on like none of this <laughs> I conversation said, uh, is happening. Yeah. I said, at Stephen A. Smith, time for you to shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Nash is best for the Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> time for you to shut your mouth. Like four days later. I wish you said, at Stephen A. Smith, at Michael Bennett. <laughs> Oh, yeah. uh, you know what? That's funny. <laughs> He's gonna edit the tweet. <laughs> no, I'll just add a comment. This goes for you too. <laughs> uh, then another comment <laughs> at Kevin Nash. <laughs> I'll just put them both in there. Oh, no, God. don't don't bring Kevin Nash into the show thing because we don't have a beef with him. Only you do. Save that for the private use of yeah, your Twitter. We kind of have your back with the Bennett thing because that was kind of stupid. I almost tagged along Michael Bennett. I thought I'd find out what his Twitter handle is first. <laughs> Uh, I am like perturbed that he got a bigger. I, even though right, Iverson's right, there all, all right. the time. All right, hold on, Kyle, continue. Or are you done? I remember what I was talking about. Uh, okay. Baseball. You said the Phillies jumped up, the Yankees slid. Oh, uh, and then you mentioned you. the Padres. Yeah, they're just good offensively. Can't pitch. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Like it, I love that the way they're doing it this year, playoff wise. It, it, like, it's going to go down to the last game, in my opinion. So, like, every game, like, literally, like, I know 60 games, every game matters. But in this scenario in the world that in the last couple weeks, every game does matter. The, like, the Marlins are right behind the Phillies, but there's a six-inning series. Mm. So, if the Phillies score in five out of six, they, they take control of the second team, second spot. Like, if the Mets can get on a roll, they can jump the Marlins, you know? Yeah. Um, Oakland, Houston can get in, which they probably will, but here's they're not co- the same team. Here's sort of an unfinished thought here, but what what do you you guys think is a, is a bigger storyline? Um, Astros really crapping the bed or San Diego getting it done and just, make, just making an appearance in the World Series? I don't think the Astros shit in the bed. Well, no, no. They lost their I, one, it's not like a, like a true number one starter. So no, no. It, it's not. It's not about like what will happen to them. But let's just say here. Here's what will happen. San Diego. San Diego makes the World Series or Astros just with Obama. Not, 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 neither San thing Diego. will happen. But what? What's the? Do you think the Padres is is the the, no, the better storyline? The Padres were supposed to be good last year. But I, I think it's less about the Padres and more about the Astros story not being super important. And which is, I agree with you, but I. Disagree that it should be the storyline. So here's the thing with them losing Cole, uh, with the whole cheating scandal coming out and just them being under a lot more surveillance now, it doesn't shock me that they're going to take a fall off. We, everybody saw what it was like when they were playing outside their stadium. I think Altuve was batting a 118 or something like that. Um, the same thing could be said for Carrera. It's not a shock that they're going to fall off if they're not used to having the thing that made them good. 
I don't think it's a massive story if they take a step back. I may have un- like misunderstood the question. <laughs> no, because what he said, I agree with. Right, and I guess it, what, what well, I was like saying also was San Diego, like everyone last year thought, like thought they were going to be good, but like Machado's actually hitting this year, Hosmer's hit, hit, hitting, Tatis is probably the NL MVP. Um, they made all these trades. They got Clevenger. They they should be in the playoffs. Like, there's no way around it. They 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 yeah. should be in the playoffs. So you should bring Piazza back. Hmm, I can agree with that. But she still fits into a... Should sign, nice coach. Should sign Big Sexy. Yeah, that'd be cool. I yeah. hope someone signs him. Oh, I forgot to look up his numbers. White Sox could use him. <laughs> they, need a, they need a four or five guy. <laughs> you know, I watched a video on YouTube the other day of his highlights. His pro, his pro highlights? Yeah. Yeah. It was only like seven minutes long. Hey, that's still pretty good. Score update. Celtics beat the Raptors 111-89. to Ooh, yikes. Yikes, indeed. Yep. (laughs) I'm sorry, what the fuck did you just say? Yeah, I said the coach's name. (laughs) Know who it is. What are you going to do about it? (laughs) Tweet at him. (laughs) Don't tweet at first. (laughs) I uh, extended that tweet to Michael Bennett. I hope he reads and goes, what? (laughs) What you talking about? He's definitely going to think that the show is racist. <laughs> like, this goes for you, too. Just preemptive shut up. <laughs> oh, man. Devin Stern today. What? Australia League team. <laughs> oh. Talk about it, Kyle. Oh, Man Ramirez signed a... Uh, <laughs> Man Ramirez signed a one-year contract with an Australian team. How old is he now? 48. Oh, wow. Play flat bats. <laughs> hey, playing you know, cricket. You know what sounds like a good idea? Taking a break. Taking a break. Hey, we could do that. Take a break and. Uh... You gotta be quick though, because this might take a little bit. It depends okay. on the discussion. There, might be, there probably won't be any. Hey, listen. Uh, well, there probably won't be any this time, but we're gonna yeah, I'm do it saying, every I'm once saying. in a while, and then when the when it, so yeah, bye. We'll see you in five minutes. And now, back to getting sports with drunk on the PPRN Radio Network. Welcome back to getting sports with drunk. I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by Tards. Um, so hour two, and Souls is going to be gracing us with his first NBA mock draft. You did round one, right? Round one. Yeah. So I'm gonna do one in a couple weeks, and then you'll do another one. And then once the draft, did they declare that yet? No, they haven't. I, it's gonna be sometime like late in like November, I think. Yeah. So I'll do one, then Kyle and I will probably do one together, and then we'll do a group one kind of thing. We'll spread them out, ease into it. Yeah, exactly. So Kyle's gonna start off with the mock draft for the the 1.0 edition, um, and yeah, that's pretty much. Yeah, that's pretty much that. We'd like to sample our... Oh, yeah, yeah. Kyle already shot his down. Yeah, didn't mean to. Go ahead. (laughs) Smell. I guess I smell vanilla in. I I got a similar sweetness, like like a a, a honey and vanilla on my nostrils. Might be some some nasal issues tonight. Getting a little bit of floral on it, too. It's got a lot of oak. I got no oak. I got balsam wood. Baking spices. <laughs> Fig. 
the fuck's a fig? You know what a fig is? Of course I know what a fig is. It's what's a fig? It's a fruit. What, what's a fig, though? What do you want from it's me? A it's a fruit. It's a newt. Well, any more than that, it's not a newton. It's a berry. It's kind of like a female <laughs> radish, in a way. <laughs> a female <laughs> radish. What does it grow on, Kendall? It's a cousin to a palm. I, I believe a mulberry bush. No, mulberries grow on a mulberry bush. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> what do you, you get on a flavor? They don't. They grow on a bush. It's a fig tree. No. It is, because you can buy them. But it's not a tree. They call them fig trees. Yeah, but it's not a tree. It's a bush. It's called a fig tree. Look up a fig tree and tell me if it's a bush or a tree. Google. Okay. So I, I tasted vanilla, but I didn't really taste that honey like I smelt. Can I um, sip it right Thank you. I will kind of put my hand in my pocket. Um, right, Joe Buck. Get button. <laughs> so you'll get the vanilla, not as much honey on the flavor. You should get a little honey on the aftertaste. Oh, we're supposed to have drank this? Yep. Mm. You're going to you're gonna pull out not as much booze on this one as you would the rest of them. No, that's super sweet. This is a more mainstream mm. rye. This is a more mass-produced rye. So you're not going to get the higher proof quality on this like you would out of the rest of the ryes we're going to taste. There's something else I'm tasting that I can't. It's not It's not like a, a smoky wood component. There's something else. All right. I, I need to show this around the room while we're doing this because this came up. What's everybody think this is? Bush or a tree? It's a bush. What? How tall is that? I can't tell. Kendall, fuck you. I mean, do you lay on the ground and take that picture? There's really no size Kyle? comparison. Let's see a car next to it, and I'll make my determination. Kendall, I'm, I'm going to fucking this. throw this I'm going to tell you this right now. I have 27 Italian restaurants that have fig trees growing outside of them for their accounts, and none of them look like that. <laughs> That's really an apple tree that he's posing. <laughs> no problem. Fig apple. All right, so what are the other f- flavor components that we might be getting in this? Vanilla. You're going to get some baking spices, cinnamon, nutmeg. Mm-hmm. Um, you get a little bit of ginger. And then you'll pull out a little bit of that oak. I actually do taste, hmm. taste the ginger. Don't fucking <laughs> shake your head. <laughs> so no, you don't funny. taste it. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. You guys don't smell or taste 90% of the <laughs> shit I list. Hey, give me another one because I haven't. I, I drank No, not. Nah, <laughs> you don't care at all. Move on to your NBA draft segment. You'll taste the third one. We'll do it at the end of the hour. Mox right. doing the fourth one. So, that's the 190 proof one. So, it's not 190 proof. You're doing the fourth one, though. The lottery has been given out, and then I, I just went by how they did it. Um, things will change. Yeah, this, how it stands right now. Yeah, so you guys know things will change. As yeah. always, that's like yeah. the, the most changing draft ever. So, Minnesota ended up winning the lottery, and they have DeAndre Russell, they have Carl Anthony Towns, and they have Jared Colbert. Yes, Jerry Colbert can play the two, but he can also play the three. Can you play the four, though? No. Um, what about the seven? So going into this, there's definitely a need. Um, Not All right. There's a need at the wrong position, but they have the seven. I'll, we'll get into that. So I don't, I don't want to cut you off. What does it mean at the wrong position? They have a need at the power forward position. So you look like they need, they need depth? Is that what you're getting at? or well, No. I'm trying to create like some dialogue here. Alright. So they, they have a need, but it's too Do they early. have a need for speed? It's, it's Bass, I knew you were going to say it. <laughs> it. It's too early to pick that position. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. 
being said, D'Angelo Russell is not a strong defender, defender, and neither is Carl Anthony Towns. In my opinion, I would love to see LaMelo Ball. But I do think they pick Anthony Edwards. He's a, sh- he's a very good shooter. He's a 3 and D type player. He could play the two very well. They could move Culver to the three. At what school? For, for, for Georgia. He went to the University of Georgia. Okay. Um, he's a yellow jacket, huh? He's a bulldog. Yeah, damn. <laughs> really, really rolled the dice on that well, one. Just to be, uh, miss. Who are the, who is Georgetown? Are they Yellow Jackets? They're the uh, I think all Georgia Tech, isn't it? Georgia Tech, isn't it? Are they the Yellow Jackets? They're they're the Hoyas. The Hoyas. That's that's Spanish for Yellow Jacket, though. Right? <laughs> no, it's a bulldog. Okay. It's Georgia Tech or the Yellow Jackets? Right, forget it. They quick. I mean, the the consensus right now is Lamella Ball is the number one, right? No, no, he's not even close to consensus. I, I only ask that because I mean, I, I looked at like one mock draft, and that's they had him. I think first that's overall. just a, a it's consensus. I looked at one. <laughs> it's a name that's floating around though, big big so, time. So it, it depended on who got the one pick. In this case, Minnesota, it's Anthony Edwards, Lamelo Ball. I think I would love to see him there. Let D'Angelo play the two. Let Lamelo play the one. But the defense would be too terrible. <laughs> okay, so if Lamelo Ball goes one. Mm-hmm. I mean, do, does anything come back to uh, what's the dad's name there? Lavar. Lavar Ball. Because I mean, he he said this what when Lonzo was that what three years ago now that Lamelo would go first, and I mean everyone kind of ripped on him because he was just ridiculous. But I mean, yeah, he needs to get back in the media. Honestly, <laughs> does anything like come back to him? And you know, it, it, no. Like, like, does he come back in like he was when Lonzo? No, was because Lamelo basically already told his dad. Like he'll play overseas, mm-hmm. and like he'll basically like, dude, just let me let me do this, and he performed at a very high level. So that's why his name's back in contention for the top pick. Understandable. Yeah, uh, right. I follow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, you dumbass. <laughs> yeah, man, the, the dissertation <laughs> from souls. So the number two pick is Golden State. I don't know if they trade this pick or not, but I didn't do trades. It sucks for the team behind them. But so what's kind of a, 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 the move Golden State's kind of going for? Oh, here? they need a center in the worst way. So I mean, I guess you know injury played into it. Uh, the yeah. way the way you know the COVID went, it impacted you know Golden State in a certain way. Steph so, was out for a good portion of the year. Right. So wh- where moving forward, wh- where do they kind of sit? Like what 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 do you think happens to them? Like, They'll be back to normal next year. So you think they're they're, yeah. they're back? They're back. So they get the way. back. You know, Steph's healthy. They're old winning ways. Yeah. And they have a two-pick. Bastards. And they're going to pick centers James Wiseman. Right now, their center is Kevon Looney. Um, he's a good backup, in my opinion. He's not a good starter. So, you think they go center, this yeah. Wiseman out of where? If, if they stay at the two, that's who they pick, James Wiseman. And then, you know, they just kill it. Because I think Wiseman could be the best player in the draft. Uh, where, where, what school is he coming out of? Memphis. Memphis. I'll start doing that from now on. I'm sorry. That's right. Listen, I don't. Kyle, this is your biggest thing. You got to give us all. Um, and then Charlotte's up next. They are a team that needs a center, but they are unfortunately got three picks. So, is there a chance that he falls? No, no. If if, if not in this mock draft anyway. If Golden State <laughs> makes the two pick, they're picking Wiseman. Unless unless they 
I can, see him, I can see him trading though for capital. Yeah. Um, I could see, I could see Golden State trading with Chicago to get like a Laurie Markkinen. Couldn't you, Kyle? Yeah. Like a Laurie Markkinen, uh, something else, something else in the four pick, so that the Bulls can jump up to get Lamelo Ball. Kyle, could you agree with that? Yeah. But in this. Uh, so he's not doing any trades because the Sweets have already figured that out. Uh, Charlotte's going to take guard with a mellow ball. And I, and I pick him for a couple reasons. One, they need a star mm-hmm. because of that Kemba Walker. So is this kind of like a best available situation? Yeah. and uh, Yeah. Um, Charlotte's one of those teams that just kind of needs everything. Mm-hmm. But if, they, if, you go, if you come down to it, the guard is their strongest suit. Because Devontae Freeman, uh, not Devontae Freeman. Devontae Freeman. Devontae, Freeman. Sport. <laughs> Devontae Graham played at a very high level. Mm-hmm. Terry Rozier is not terrible, but you put Lamelo in, he could take the minutes. Rozier could play the six man, and it'll be. So off. is this a situation like, you know, hey, we want Lamelo, and this is the guy we build around from now on? Is that yeah. kind of the thought process? Lamelo is a very gifted offensive player, just can't play defense yet. He's too, he's too skinny. Um. Got to get him on that Boston market diet. And then you go to <laughs> Chicago. Half who, chicken. Who moved up to the fourth pick. I have him taking Denny. Uh, Denny Abidja? Yeah. He's a Spanish dude. He's a wing. That's the main thing the Bulls need. They need a wing that can shoot the goddamn ball. I like your analysis. He's a Spanish dude, and he <laughs> plays basketball. He played in Israel, though, didn't he? I don't know. Spanish dude. Israel, mess. Yeah. <laughs> On the peninsula. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's pretty pretty well known. I'm wrong. There's Tel Aviv, uh, and then there's Spanish Israel. But the Bulls need a wing. And regardless, he's a wing that can shoot the ball. They, they, yeah, they, Israel, Kyle. Doesn't mean it's not Spanish. Played in Israel doesn't mean it's not Spanish. He was um, born in Israel. You said played. You said played earlier. He was born in Israel, too. But you said played. Okay. You just made a different point, and I ascertained that point. And provide new information. This guy's fucking throwing vocab words out. Guy plays Minecraft all day and thinks he can fucking throw words out. I like the use of ascertain. Thank you. I'll continue. But anyway, he said aspartame, which is the Diet Coke. Coke? (laughs) (laughs) They drafted Kobe White last year. Regardless if he's if he if people think he's a guard, uh, starting point guard or a six man, it's beyond the point. Mm -hmm. We don't know what he is going to be yet. They have the power for it. They drafted a center. Now they need a wing that can shoot. Out of Porter was supposed to be that guy, but he hadn't really done anything in Chicago. So is this move kind of like, like uh, hey, we're done with Otto Porter, we shop him, or just kind of like, you know, hey, you, you battle it out for, for minutes? What, what's kind of the, the, the thought process, you think? Both ways. I think Otto Porter will start the year, but I think he can take over during some point of the year. So you think the move is that they think they do move Otto Porter at some point? I do. I, mean, I, do. I, I don't He seems like a player who you could get something for. Yeah, even if it's a later round pick, I just the Bulls need the Bulls are redoing their team, mm-hmm. in my opinion, because they fired the coach, they fired the GM, so now I think it's going to be whatever they figure yeah. out. Yeah, fire sale. Yeah. Then it's the Cleveland Cavaliers. This was the toughest pick for me because they have they drafted two guards, but they're not strong. You know what I'm saying? But I don't think they're ready to give up on them because they drafted them so early. Mm-hmm. Then last year, they drafted Kevin Porter Jr. as well as Darius Garland. Well, it's it's a very young team. Yeah, um, but I do see them moving on from Tristan Thompson. 
And that's why I have him taking Rika Akangu, center out of USC. Oh. Um, just a younger player that can get in there and get rebounds and block shots. He's, he's, a, he's a solid player. So is this, I mean, I, I don't know if this really counts in basketball. Is this like a, a center-heavy draft? Is that, is, is that a thing? Like, no, I mean, it's, not, it's not center-heavy at all. It's not? I, no, most of these guys have been point guards and shooting guards and power Well, I guess I was curious because of the, the, you know, Kyle has brought up players like, well, this this team needs this, and it seems like it's it's been a center being Kyle, selected. what do you think about Obi Topin? Talk about that in a minute. Obi-Wan okay. Kenobi, not bad. <laughs> Um, the force is strong in this sixth one. Sixth spot is the Atlanta Hawks and the Falcons. Um, oh, Devontae Freeman. Atlanta Hawks have a plethora of young players, um, but they don't play defense at a high level. And Trey Young is the, probably the, the worst defender in basketball. Um, Kevin Herter doesn't help him as a two, but they have John Collins. They have um, Clint Capella. Mm-hmm. They have DeAndre Hunter. Which I don't think they're ready to give up on yet. They also have Cam Reddish. So I think they take uh, shooting guard Isaac Cora out of Auburn. He is a defensive minded player who would fit very nice to Trey Young. Um, Kevin Herter could go to the bench. He's a shooter. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that Okoro fits well with Young. He can you think shoot. he's better than Patrick Williams? Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Keep yeah, going. Then we have the Detroit Pistons, who need pretty much about everybody. They were unfortunate to lose the lock. Um, and this scenario, they have Christian Wood. They still have Blake Griffin, who th- I think they will trade it at some point. They have Christian Wood. They have Derrick Rose, but I don't know how long they expect him. Like, I don't know how that they expect to keep him. And if they do trade Derrick Rose, they do need a point guard. I think mm-hmm. they pick one here. Uh, Kellen Hayes, he from America, played over in France. Um, so do you think, uh, as, as a candidate for a team to perhaps change position, do you think this is a scenario where Griffin and Rose both go? Together? Together, yeah. Not together, but they, they do go. B- before it, season it's start? It's a lot of money together. They, but before they, season start or mid-season? Before season start. Okay. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I don't know much about Killing Hayes. He didn't play in college. Hey, listen, you know more about him than I do. Seems we, like a guy who we, sells bread. We go to the New York Knicks, who upsettingly to a lot of people lost the lottery. No, no, listen, not upsettingly. Understandably <laughs> lost. They felt thing you're a Rockets fan. <laughs> um, they, they New York Rockets. In my opinion, they have 75 power forwards, but they're all kind of the same player. They have a wing. They drafted Kevin Knox. I don't know how he's producing. A lot of stock in that pick, though. But Frank Nidalekina has been terrible. So I think they go point guard. Tyrese Halliburton out of Iowa State. Um, he's possibly one of the best point guards in this draft class. Or not po- best, but like NBA ready. Okay. Um, he also plays a little defense. He's not the... Comes in with a more complete game yeah. than a lot of people. He's what the Knicks need. The Knicks need a lot of everything. I'm sorry, where did he, where's he coming from? Uh, Iowa State. Iowa State. Okay, now where can I send something to you at? Uh, you can send it to my, you have my Yahoo email? No. no? Don't say it on here. Then the Washington Wizards. Oh, I want emails. 
I think this is a value pick over a pick of need. I think he fell here. I think the Washington Wizards take Power Forward Obi Toppin out of Dayton. Over Devin Dassel that's still on the board? I'll explain what. Um, I think the Wizards have a very big problem in their front court. They have Thomas Bryant and Rui Hachimura, who I didn't get to see a lot of because he was injured for most of – he was injured for the back end of the year when I started watching basketball before the COVID happened. Um, Devin Vassell would make sense, but they still have Bradley Beal. I do believe John Wall will come back next year. For how long, I don't know. Um, I think they take Toppin just so that he – I think the Wizards are going to try one more time with that team to, to really make a run for it. Not run for, but like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like this is kind of like their, their boomer bust. To figure know. it out. Um, I think we'll be topping it. He's a very electrifying power forward. He, he, can, he dunks with authority and he gets rebounds. And I think he would compliment a center that, like, like, like a Thomas Bryant. I like that dunks with authority. Yeah, like, like like, like he's a very flashy player. I like to use that. Kendall, do you dunk with authority? I try. If I had a big enough hand and could palm a basketball, that's the only thing keeping me back. I have to crane it. I have to trap the ball on my hand and wrist. And we have <laughs> the Phoenix Suns at 10, who I think picked Devin Vassell out of Texas, uh, out of Florida. There you go. Florida State. Florida State. Um, he's more of a defensive type of guard. Who I think fits well with Devin Booker. He can shoot well too. Yeah, yeah. but I think they can move Devin Booker to the point guard position, which they've been trying to figure out if he can do it or not. But I think he can do it. Put Vassal at the two. Now you have a defensive two. Um, they're always looking for guards. He can even play the one if they need him to. Victor will be the point guard, so it goes hand in hand with what they want to do. Let's talk about the Spurs. The Spurs sound like a very fun pick. It's different because they're not really usually in this position. Yes. But I think overall and everything, I think the Spurs need another wing. Don't they need a power forward? No. Unless they let go of Lamarcus Aldridge. You know what's funny is actually, you know who the you know who the top landing spot for Lamarcus Aldridge is? Kyle? Who? Blazers. Yeah? Yeah. That'd be a lot of fun. You're a lot of fun, Kyle. But... I think they fit well because their wings right now are Rudy Gay, who's aging. Um, honestly, I don't think they have another one. I'm sure they do, but I can't think of it. They have Kelvin Johnson, who hasn't really turned out to be much of anything yet. You know, it's a line, Kyle, that you said that always has stuck with me. You said Rudy Gay is a cancer to whatever team he goes on. Yeah, he never wins. Uh, it's always stuck with me. I don't and, know why. Um, I think they picked Sadiq Bay out of Villanova. He's a three and D type player. That's not a bad pick. He he he's a shooter, but also a defender. Obviously, three and D has to play wings. But for people who don't know who that is, um, he's younger. He he's a younger version, I think, of Rudy Gay. And right now, the Spurs are going through a pro- like a phase where they need to get younger and let go of all these older players. I follow that reasoning. Time for right. a cool change. Talk Sacramento just got rid of their GM. Yeah, Vladi Divac sucks ass. <laughs> there have been a lot of talks of them trading Buddy Heald. Very 
They need somebody to replace him. And that's what I was going with. If they do end up trading Buddy Hill. So it'd been a prime spot for Isaac Okoro. Yeah, but he ain't going to drop that far. Yeah, he might. <laughs> he might. Um, I picked Aaron Nesmith out of Vanderbilt. Boilermaker. He just fits the role of another shooting guard that can shoot. Um, <laughs> isn't that Purdue? I think so. <laughs> That's, I, I, he just fits like that role. Mm-hmm. He's a shooter. He can come in, take Buddy Hill from there. What, what's uh, how old is Buddy Hill right now? Probably like twenty six, twenty seven. So there's still a market for him. Yeah. Buddy Hield is 27, will turn 28 in December. He came out older. And we have Mox, New Orleans Pelicans. Pels, Pels, Pels. Pels could use a small forward. You're right. No, they don't. You're right, you're wrong. <laughs> because they have Brandon Ingram. They could use a small forward. Um, I haven't taken a, good. a backup point guard. Because, because Drew Holiday is aging, and there have been a lot of talk right. about them trading him. Let me guess. Cole Anthony? That's correct. Yeah. Cole Anthony Towns? Awesome. <laughs> <thing. laughs> Mark Anthony's son? And I, I, so, they're losing. They, they, there's a lot of talk about them trading Drew Holiday. Lonzo Ball seemed like he didn't want to be there anymore. So, with a, vac- with a vacancy opening mm-hmm. in New Orleans, Cole Anthony makes it the right pick. He's a point guard. He's not gonna light the world on fire, but he can he can do he can do a little bit of shooting, do a little bit of passing. You know, with the team that's getting that's young, he can work with them to get He struggles team. with turnovers though. Yeah, but he's young. He he could fix that. Could. Yeah. He's a streaky scorer too though, Kyle. Mm-hmm. You're right. He doesn't need to score. I wanna know what like scouting like website you're on right now, man. I did a little bit of looking into I, this. Well, listen, credit to you more well, more than I didn't did. Have to score at a high value because they have Brandon, they have Zion. Kendall, can you tell me what the Villanova team name is? Uh just give me like give me like an eight second countdown. Eight, seven, one. Okay, they are the Villanova uh, Musketeers. No, that's uh. I actually have no idea. Villanova Supernovas. <laughs> it's a NASA theme. It is Xavier Musketeers. Good job, Kyle. Uh, they are the Wildcats. Mm, never would have got that. Mm. I'm going to go to Boston, who kind of has a lot of... They have three picks in this draft. This is the one from the Grizzlies, right? Yeah. More than one in the first? Or the other two? They have three in the first. They have three in the first? Yep. Wow. Oh, f- f- from... Uh, from from they trade thirty, yeah. they have no. They were just given three first. Well, I was thinking lottery in my head. Like, well, how did they Thank score? You. Yeah, but I got it. Thirty, twenty six, and fourteen. Um, Boston, I think needs another big man. Um, let's go along with uh, Taco Fall. Um, I think they need another big man and a guy that they can risk taking this early because. It's a Boston Celtic. They can get basically whoever they want. So I haven't taken Precious Achua, Power Ford out of Memphis. He you don't like the Slav? Bit. What? You don't like the Slav? The Slav, huh? I don't know who the Slav well, is. He's a, he's a wrestler. Pokusevsky, something like that. Uh, I like Precious from Memphis. I mean, you could sell t-shirts <laughs> about... 
Kyle, continue. He's he's not polished yet, but he has a lot of upside. Uh, he came into the uh, college being like a number, like a top ten player. So, in in your opinion, right now, what what is the biggest need for for the Celtics? The Celtics center position, center position. small forward. <laughs> you should take five power <laughs> stock shots. Uh, I'm not B- going. Boston to, they, they just need a big man. Yeah, I got you. So, I mean, listen, this is this is not like to call you out, and this is not to help me because I mean, I, I I'm I'm just kind of like playing passenger here. But it seems like anytime I bring up, you know, whoa, what's the need? It's, it seems to be a big man. It seems to be a center, but yet it's not a center heavy draft. Correct. Which they probably will take care of in the free agency. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right, I'm, I'm just just wondering. Laser? No, Magic. Yeah, Magic. I haven't taken small forward Patrick Williams out of Florida State. They have Jonathan Isaac. That's early. Can you just fucking let me talk, man? Listen, Bleacher Report did not tell him he was going <laughs> that early. Yeah, um, especially said the 2019 list. <laughs> <laughs> so, I haven't taken Patrick Williams for a couple of reasons. One, Jonathan Isaac, he's more of a defender than a scorer. He'll he'll move up to the four. Nikola Vucevic will play the five. Patrick Williams can play the three. He can also play the four if needed. Uh, they have M. Fournier. They have Markel Fultz, and I don't think they're ready to give up on yet. Um, that poor guy is like Magic fall into the into the into the draft where like they made the playoffs, but <coughs> there's still a lot of shit they need to work on. They also have Aaron Gordon, so a wing player that can shoot a little bit is probably the best need. Okay. And we have Portland. Portland needs depth. They have a lot of players. They have Damian Lillard. They have C.J. McCollum. Uh, they have Carmelo if he decides to come back. Nurkic, Zach Collins. They they drafted Anthony Simons a couple years ago, but I do think they're looking to upgrade the point guard, the backup point guard position. I haven't taken C.O. Melvin from. Uh, he's he's he played in France, but. We need to give it to him right now. Continue, Kyle. Yeah. Um. Um. He played over in France. Um. He's young, but I do think that they need the um the depth over there. You know, they have Barry Trent Jr., but he's more of a two in the NBA. Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't see hear who you said they were taking. See you, Mike Mock out of G League. <laughs> CC. <laughs> You said Theo. No, averaging eight I'm points a, a game. I'm a tall forward. <laughs> uh, then we go back to 17, which is the Minnesota Timberwolves. This is probably a reach pick, but I like the fit. I like the role that he'll play. I haven't taken power forward. Vernon Carey out of Duke. They need a power forward that can play defense. They don't need another score because they have Russell. They have mm-hmm. Towns. I think they need a guy that can go in there, get the rebounds, and do all those dirty things. I think Vernon Carey the yeah. perfect fit. Right in the shower. <laughs> what about Tyrell Terry? Minnesota. LSU. No, like for Minnesota. Oh, yeah. I haven't taken the shooting guard early, but I do have them. They have Russell. Mm-hmm. So I don't I, – I, I can see it, but they. I don't think – I don't see them going guard heavy in the first round. Fair enough. Okay, I can see that. 18 is the Dallas Mavericks. 
Yes, they have Luka Doncic, who brings the ball up and does all the point guard things. I haven't taken point guard R.J. Hampton, who didn't play in college because he's an asshole. <laughs> what does that mean exactly? So he he like he took like Under Armour's deal and started like doing like Under Armour things. Okay, so he he opted not to play, yeah. but kind of was like a he wanted to get paid. Gotcha. Going into this this year, if he played in college, he was a top player in this draft. RJ Hampton, I think, still has the potential to be very great. Uh, people don't know what he can do because he didn't play at that level. But Dallas can take a risk at this pick because they have Luka Doncic. They have other guards. Okay, I, I follow. I mean, like, um, hey, you know, turn, if this guy turns out to be great, if, good on you. If, if it turns out, then whatever. Great, you picked can, 18. He can um, compliment Luka Doncic. It's another depth pick, but very high boomer bust pick. Yeah. Then you go to Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Brooklyn has Kyrie. Brooklyn has Kevin Durant. They Brooklyn have Jared Allen. Jalen Smith. That's who you think? Anyway. <laughs> Kyle's just so condescending. <laughs> um, no, I, he's Mel Kuyper's nephew. Jalen Smith is a power forward, which... <laughs> I think they will address in free agency with a, like a veteran type player. I think they go for bench depth here. They have Joe Harris. I think they go with Tyrese Maxey out of Kentucky. Another high volume player. He can shoot the ball. He can defend a little bit. I think he fits well between Kyrie and Kevin Durant. Good shooter. Too. So what's the Nets' expectation going into 2021? Steve Nash, player coach. Playoffs. At least Eastern Conference Finals. At least mm-hmm. Eastern Conference Finals. Okay. I think that's a little strong. I don't but. know. They two of the best players in the NBA. First year playing together, though. You need a little bit of time to build up team chemistry. Yeah, I, I agree that there is chemistry is important in basketball than perhaps a lot of other sports. But, you know, I think you sometimes you throw a bunch of, you know, good players in a basket, they get it done. Kyle, take us to the Heat. The Heat, I have not taken point guard Ty Terry out of Stanford. He's an Eric Spolstra type player. He's a defender. Um, he's a very smart player. He's from Stanford. Um, <laughs> he's a little bit smaller, though, isn't he? Yeah. Play like the Kendrick Nunn. I like that Stanford endorsement. Like, you know, like, <laughs> Kendrick Nunn's kind of on the smaller side, in my opinion, for a point, uh, just in general, for where he plays. But I think he could be a good backup. He could be like the Mario Chalmers and Norris Cole of that team. He'll be Seth Curry. <laughs> Then we go to Philadelphia. They need bench. (laughs) A lot of it. I'm curious to see who the homer pick for Kyle is here. I think they take a flyer on a guy that was supposed to be a top five player in this draft. So, hockey team? Yeah, you mean to tell me they just pick a player from across like the same building? Yes. I think they take a flyer on a. On a player that ben Simmons <laughs> was supposed to be a top five player in this draft. Mm-hmm. I haven't taken small forward who can play power forward, Jaden McDaniels out of Washington. He underperformed greatly at the college level, but for the Sixers, he can, he doesn't have to play right away. He could play in the G League and get better. I, I I'm very curious what you mean by underperformed greatly. What what does that mean in your opinion? <coughs> so. Going into the college year, he was a top five player. Okay. He played himself out of that. Yeah, he played himself into the. Okay, into I, the follow. I follow. I follow. So where do I, like, I don't think he should have came out. 
Do you like him better than uh, Tyler Bay and Jaden McDaniels? Oh, I picked Jaden McDaniels. Did you? Yeah. No, I don't remember. All right. Do you like him better than Tyler Bay? It's not that I don't. Uh, it's not that I like him better. It's just that I think that he fits better. You know what I'm saying? All right. Yeah. I don't think the six composition be like a wise true power four because they have Mike Scott. So I think they can afford to take a gamble on a kid that could go to the G League, get better, and work his way back up. What about Paul Reed? I don't know who that is. Our brother? I'm surprised. I didn't realize he was eligible. <laughs> Tell me he was playing another year. Yeah, well, hey, good for him. Uh, then we go to Denver. I haven't taken shooting guard Josh Green out of Arizona. Ever since Gary Harris has gotten his contract, he's been very underwhelming. He hasn't been what he was the first couple of years. At this point of the game, it's all kind of like a bench roll. But if you hit, if you hit right in the system, he can be a very good fit for you. He what didn't a, shoot well at Arizona, but going into Arizona, he was supposed to be very good. I think it's kind of a a perfect fit in for both teams for both scenarios. He can have time to develop while he can play a, a decent amount of minutes as well. What about Desmond Bain, kid from TCU? I don't have him in the first round. Okay. Again, this is my first one, so I just kind of... That's fair enough. I don't know. Just I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. I'm just trying to contribute to you, Kyle. Utah. This is the perfect This is the perfect fit for two reasons. One, Gordon Hayward. He's white. And two, they need a backup point guard because Mike Conley was pretty trash. I haven't taken point guard Nico Mannion out of Arizona. Another player that's supposed to be a top 10 player going into the draft. Played himself out of it. Real what was it? I'm sorry. Nico Mannion. Oh, okay. They do need a backup point guard. And I also, Utah loves the white dudes. They pick white dudes all the time. That's racist, Kyle. It's not racist. It's just what they do. They're saying I should campaign to get drafted by Utah. Yes. Uh, up next for the Bucks, Milwaukee. I haven't taken point guard Kira Lewis out of Alabama. George Hill, I think, will leave in the off season. If it's by trade or by free agency, they go younger in this position. He can shoot. He can shoot lights out with the ball. So can Tyrese Maxey from Kentucky. He's already been picked. Who picked him? The Nets. That's right. Forgive me. I apologize. Ten push-ups. Um, with Eric Bledsoe, he he is what he is. So I think they need another point guard. Actually, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> if George Hill does, like leaves, I think they need a backup point guard desperately, and I think they kind of fit hand in hand. I don't hate that pick. And we have Oklahoma City. Um, there's a, there's a risk of losing Chris Paul. There's a risk of, which would mean uh, Shea would go to the point guard, or Dennis Shorter would start. Um, but in that scenario, they would need another point guard or a shooting guard. So I'm taking Jahimus Ramsey out of Texas Tech. Bless you. Another guy that can shoot the ball. Yes. Um, he would, That's he, a guy that flies all over the court. Yeah, uh, he would be a... Sorry, hold on. Let me pull my inner Collinsworth. Now here's a guy that flies all over the court. I think he's. I he'd be a good fit for that team. They like. Sh- no, I can remember. 
<laughs> About to start this profound statement, goes back on his word. <laughs> it's, just, it's a fit pick, I guess. Like they, they need a point guard or a shooting guard, and their best one might leave. So he might be able to fill the void. Uh, then we go back to Boston at 26. I haven't taken Daniel Oturu, center out of Maryland. I just picked him because he was a center. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't read about this guy. I mean, he's one of the better centers in the draft, quote-unquote better. The only other one there is is Vernon, Kay- uh, Vernon Carey Jr. Yep, which is going to Minnesota. Okay. Then New York Knicks. They have a lot of power forwards, but they have a lot of power forwards at the same fucking player. They're not athletic. They can only really rebound. They're not scorers. So I haven't taken power forward Jalen Smith also out of Maryland. Because I think, like, he's an athletic power forward who can do different stuff that they don't have. Will he play right away? I don't think so. I think he'll end up in the G League at first. But I think they should get rid of R.J. Barrett and take Josh Green. Josh Green was already taken. Uh, all right. How about then, Cassius Stanley? Who? <laughs> Cassius Stanley. That's all he's got to say about that. <laughs> Cassius Stanley. Who? Yeah. Duke. Yeah. Nah. They're not gonna get rid of the guy they just drafted last year. It's not it how a, that works. It was a joke, Kyle. Right. But you're wrong. <laughs> it's also sometimes how it works in basketball. It is sometimes how it works. And then we have the 28th pick, the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, they have Rajon Rondo. Who been hurt? This is where Cassius Stanley goes. Mm. Um, I think they need a po- another backup point guard. Yeah. I think they, I think they take Cassius Winston out of uh, Michigan State. It was half right, Cassius. Yeah. Um, I personally believe that the Lakers are looking. F- the Lakers in this scenario are looking for a guy that's older enough to help the bench more than a younger guy that's not going to play right away. The guy has a lot of leadership. We've seen it time and time again in Michigan State. Um, unfortunately, he wasn't able to play in the tournament, so we couldn't really see what he can do. What's his stock would probably be higher, but I think it's a good fit for the Lakers. Um, Twenty nine. Uh, in my opinion, Marcus Gasol is old as hell. He is, and I don't think they really have a good backup center. Not really. So I haven't taken Paducah as a Buki out of Kansas. Young guy, kind of plays like Mark. He's a, he's a defender. He can rebound. You don't really need him to do much. He's, he's just an all-around decent center. I mean, I wouldn't hate a small forward with this pick. Yeah. Agabuni just... I, I I can't say his last name anytime if I try, but... Achanakumbo. Tyler Bay is still there, isn't he? Yeah. I would love Tyler Bay on this team. Would play right into Nick Nurse's defense. Right. Be able to. He also brings more flair. The the Raptors aren't a team about flair, though. Right. But we need. Why? I said so. I like that. (laughs) Bringing out the intangible as a reasoning is always good. Um, This is a kid that his strengths lie in his defense, which is what our team is built off of. Right. Um, I I just don't see it because he's he's an under. Size power forward. He's six seven. They have him listed as a power forward, and he's undersized. Six seven as a power forward is ridiculous. LeBron James is six. I said small forward. 
But they have him listed as a power forward. Yeah, now. he's a power forward. And, and, uh, and I think you personally need a center. John Scott is six eight and or six it's seven. It's all and be plays gone in two years, so you're not wrong. But it I'm thinking about while is, we're it matters what position in the method or while we're built for contending for a championship. Gasol will play those two years that we're still built. You're for right, that. but but position but position build is different than height. John Scott is an undersized power forward, but he plays power forward because that's the position he plays. You can put Bay at small forward. It wouldn't hurt. It does, though. It, it does hurt. It's I'm, not, I'm Especially as a rookie, if it's not his game, yeah, you it know hurts. He has a six for a three-point shot, which is not good for him. If you're going to put him as a small forward, you're going to put him as your backup small forward, and you're going to commit to him getting but eight minutes a game. But you also have a lot of at, the, at the small forward because you have Oshio at an OB, and you have Chris Boucher, who's also an undersized power forward. Plus, you also have Siakam, who splits time at the three and the four. And then Boston, at the 30th pick. There's this pick in, I think, for whatever. This, this guy's probably going to end up in the G League because they're too deep as it is. Devin Dotson, point guard out of Kansas. Like, Carson Edwards is good, but we don't know how. Like, he, he's not great. But Devin Dotson, I think, could be a better shooter than Doc, uh, Edwards. Okay. Uh what we got left, Kyle? That's it. That yeah, rounds out the list. Good job, Kyle. Yeah. All right, round two. <laughs> All right, Kyle, let's go for round two. Ready? Kendall, why don't you put what I sent you up on the board? Kyle, well, I think, would have fun with that. Do you want to do that now? Or you want me? We're close to break time hour two unless we're not taking a break, which I don't care. We'll do whatever. Hey, so we'll see you guys on the other side of the break. And fi- oh, wait, hold on. We got to do this. Oh, uh, yeah. Go ahead. Smell. We're doing the third uh, taste of rye right now. Yeah. Kyle, you're drinkers? Yeah. <laughs> this is less sweet than the other one? I agree, less sweet, but I do I do pick up uh, yes. pick up like a, a vanilla note. And some oak. Yeah, there, there, there is some wood that makes it good in this somewhat. Sandalwood? Sandalwood, got it. I'm going to come up with something for you for every single one of these. <laughs> Perhaps floral? Oak. Uh, okay. Brown sugar. Nutmeg. Vanilla. Honeysuckle. Lilac. Ah. Ooh. There it is. All those smelling candles has paid off. Kendall, cheers. You. Kyle, you're right. Jesus yeah. Christ. Did you fall? Uh, <laughs> yep. He's all right, everyone. <laughs> that was good. Burns up front real quick, but mellows out almost just as fast. Kyle, why are you turning the lights on and off? Well, um, he, he grew up in a lighthouse. So we just got gotcha. Um, um, it, it has a sweet finish to it. This actually, to me, has so much scotch components to it. I feel like I got more, I more, more wood. On, on the on taste, but I did sweet. <laughs> I can't look at Paul when I'm trying to do this I'm stuff. Just uh, I, I I do I do taste like the the vanilla and and, and honey still, but I actually the, the I guess the the oak comes through more in the taste than I did in in, in smell. Okay. 
is, is my biggest takeaway. This is more You'll scotchy to me. You'll out in the beginning, but it should fade away very quickly. You should get some orange zest in it. You should get some vanilla. You should get some mixed berry, some wildflower, and potentially even like a little bit of um, nutmeg. Hmm. This is good. This is the number one selling rye in the world. Michter's U.S. Oh, this is Michter's. Michter's U.S. rye. Wow. Have we? Have I had Michter's before? Not the rye. Not the rye. A small batch. This this might be a front runner for my favorite. This is so good. So what this, what makes small batch small batch is it can't be the number one distilled product mm-hmm. in a distillery. So. Michter's is one of those rare ones where their lead bourbon can be described as a small batch because they pump out more rye than anything else. I got you. Michter's rye is one of the is one of the top used bourbons across bars in the nation. Well, that was good. Many old I, I enjoyed Manhattan's it. Very various uh, whiskey cocktails. So when like making a drink like that, like like a Manhattan or an you know, old fashioned, so is would you let's say you were a fishing and you went to a bar like oh make me a Manhattan with rye is that would you say that or you usually would go with a rye because a rye component has a little bit of a sweet component to it, but it also has a lot of hard high proof alcohol contents to it. So the, the bartender so would assume it, when you yeah, ask you for that mix, drink usually. Uh, a proper Manhattan would usually be made with a rye or a high-proof whiskey because then you're going to add the sweet vermouth to it and the orange bitters, which balances the whole thing out. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. You can Didn't use the Victor's rye in an old-fashioned because it has a little bit of those sweeter components to it to muddle with the fruit, but more of a dealer's choice. I got you. Mock's talking shit over there. No, not at all. We're going to figure out what he's talking about on the break. We'll come back and we'll beat the shit out of him live on the PPRN Radio Network. <laughs> And now, back to getting sports with Drunk on the PPRN Radio Network. Welcome back to Getting Sports with Drunk, live on the PPRN Radio Network. Poops. We're all poops. Poops. Big poops. Yep. Um, so I don't poop. No? That's a shame. I didn't really discuss this with Massey. Nobody ever sure. discusses anything with Massey. I talked to the three of you about it. Yep, that's typical. Well, I was with them. Massey, would you be willing to wager $20 on a fantasy football pool for the season? No. All right, so it'll be the four of us then. Um, so we're going to do a getting sports with drunk fantasy football pool where we're going to do like a best to worst ranking for every week. So the way it's going to work is assume week one, there's 16 games. You're going to pick the winner of each game. But the one you're most confident in, you'll put at the 16 spot for 16 points. The one you're least confident in, you put at the one spot for the one for one point. And then all the ones you get right, your points will accumulate. So it's going to be 20 bucks per person. Total points at the end of the season, whoever has the highest amount of points, will be winner take all. Sounds good. So everyone's going to have to submit their picks. Now, I, I'm emphasizing this because I will do my best to remind everyone involved, but I will not chase things down. Fair enough. You have to make your picks before kickoff on Thursday night because you have to rank them. You can't pick just the Thursday night game and then do the rest of them on Saturday. So, because you have to rank them. You know what I'm it, saying? It, it, Mass, you're, you're scraping up against the microphone. Right. So, it's going to have to be like a pre-Thursday night kickoff thing. So, like I said, I'm, I'm going to try my hardest to remind everybody on Wednesday or Thursday morning, but I, I won't chase down. Picks. I think that's and that includes myself. 
That's fair. I'm going to do all mine in advance on Wednesday. The whole week. The whole week. The whole uh, season. Eat a pizza. You know, it's not a bad technique because honestly, you know, I think people's, you know, mindset doesn't change. You know, what, what your feelings are week one is going to be the same yeah, week 16. Much, unless Mahomes goes down, I'm pretty much going to pick the Chiefs. It's just a matter of where. So, it's like the Bears. Like, I'm going to pick the Bears to win every week, but just at the one spot. So that if they lose, I only lose a point. There you go. Yeah. So, Mass, are you really not doing it? I don't know. He's doing it. He doesn't know. I could tell. He does a thing with his wrist. <laughs> well, whatever. So, we have four confirmed. So, I just, it's 20 bucks, so we're going to just go the honor system on it. I'm not going to make anyone Venmo me $20. Um, I just paid up at the end. I think everyone here has some Speaking sort of, the, of. The Podbean bill went through. <laughs> That's twenty dollars. I think Kyle and Paul paid it. I oh, I got sure I can pay you. Didn't you just ask for that like not that long ago? Yeah, it's a month. Oh, How much you need? I was gonna say like I paid you. Yeah, you did. Oh, okay. I was gonna say no, it has. I was like, there's that. no shot. It's been a year. I still gotta pay you. Oh man, <laughs> that was the worst throw. Yeah, I, I was like, there's no way it's been a year, Mock. There's no fucking way. <laughs> I was like, what? They started going on a three-week time. Are, are going to need change? <laughs> All right, so... This is a fake! <laughs> so that's one of the th- two fantasy things we're going to do. That's going to be a season thing. Um, we'll update points periodically, not weekly, though. Okay. Maybe, like, quarter, half, three-quarters kind of thing. Um, just because there's not really much to report on. This one is going to be a weekly thing. Um, so I... We'll do this towards the end of the third hour, just so everyone can get a chance to review. But I made a list of six teams, fantasy teams, that I sent to all five members of the podcast. Um, So there's six teams, which means every week one team will not get picked. The way it's going to work is every week each person's going to pick a team, and that's going to be your fantasy team for the week. How do we decide the order of picking? Whoever finished in first the previous week gotcha. gets the pick first. Cool. That's the way it's going to go. So, and, and I mean, there is obviously certain levels of luck involved. I mean, there's no final winner takes everything. It'll be whoever comes in. You know what? Well, I'm thinking maybe we bring back the gross shot for this. Oh. First place makes the gross shot for the last place. Three items. No solid foods. No dairy products. One liquor. One non-alcoholic, and then the second's up to you. I always like that. Yeah, we'll bring yeah. back the gross shot for this, for the, for, the, for the season. 17 weeks. We're not going to do postseason or anything like that, because obviously players won't make it. Um, so there's, there's six teams, and the roster is as follows. Two quarterbacks, three running backs, four wide receivers, two tight ends, two flexes, not super flex, a kicker and a defense, and then there's five, uh, six bench spots. So what I did was I went I, I pulled a list from a football source of the top ranked players by position and I made a list for them. So like for quarterbacks, I pulled the top eighteen quarterbacks, three per team. Running backs thirty, wide receivers thirty six, tight ends eighteen, kickers twelve, defense twelve. So there's there's at least two of everything, essentially. So that for bye weeks. Mm-hmm. I tried to do the teams the best I could, so it's not going to go in super perfect order because I tried to do it in a snake fashion. So, like, team one started off at quarterback, right? So they had the first pick, then they had the 12th pick, then they had the 13th pick. Now, I did that for every position unless bye weeks got in the way. So if you had three quarterbacks but, you know, 12 and 13 had the same bye, 
I didn't do that because you need to have two that right. can start. So it's, but it's pretty much the same. I don't think there's any discrepancies. If anybody sees anything along the way, we'll make an adjustment. But I think it's pretty good. And then it's up to you. Mondays we'll pick the teams because it'll be whoever came in first the previous or assuming our sh- if our show ends before Monday Night Football ends because that'll wager into it. But we'll pick the teams and then before the Thursday night you'll submit to me who you want to be starting. Fair? Everyone got it? Yep. Good? Good. I like it. So at the end of this hour we're going to do just a random list generator to determine who picks. And then we'll pick the teams and we'll go. So you have this hour. I, Massey has something he wanted to, to do this hour. We'll kind of wrap up any loose ends. And oh, then I at the end that. of it, we'll, what? I didn't do that. I have something else, but. You said you had something you wanted to do this hour. Well, there's this, but the other thing I was telling you about the beginning, I haven't done yet. I want to say, there's something you wanted to do this hour. And then we'll tie up loose ends. If he gets the other thing going, we'll do that. We'll figure it out. And then at the end of the hour, after everyone's had a chance to kind of review these teams, I sent the pictures. I'm going to come up with a, uh, over the week, I'll type up type it up in an Excel spreadsheet or something so it's a little bit easier to read. Um, and we'll go from there. So, and then the scoring, so the GSWD Fantasy League we're doing is through Sleeper. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take the points that they record, that these players record on Sleeper for our league. So the scoring is going to be based off of whatever, which is basic standard scoring, mm-hmm. PPR, all that nonsense. So it's going to be standard basic scoring. So just think of it the way you would in Sleeper, and you think about it. I mean, week one, two, three, you know, it, it's kind of you can kind of go with whoever you think has the best team. When bye weeks start becoming an issue, you can start going that. If you want to start playing matchups, it's up to you. But I, I put the players. I didn't. I put the bye weeks that they have. I didn't put teams. And I didn't put schedules. It's up to you to do that homework in advance. I will not supply that stuff. Okay. Fair? Everyone got it? Good? I like it. Mm-hmm. All right. So over the course of the hour when you're not chatting, I would just review the team just because, I mean, there's like 21 players per team and there's six teams. So it just – but it's the top guys, you know. So I think the biggest one was wide receivers. I picked off this list I found that did the ranking. I picked their top 36 receivers. So you'll notice there's some names missing from here that you'd be like, oh, that guy's way better than this guy. Why is he on the list? Sorry. If I went there and did judgment calls, I'd be doing this forever. <laughs> Why didn't you do it forever? Because um, I'm a fucking piece of shit, Mass. I don't, I don't know what you want from me. I'm, I'm an asshole. Okay. So why don't you go ahead and do your segment? Not really a segment. Kendall, put it up on the board. Well, it seems like you only wanted Kyle and Paul to weigh in, so. How good are you at NBA defenses, Mock? Listen. If I'm not even asked, how would you know? Can open it I'm up? asking not, you right now. But not. Okay. Go ahead and hit start. Paul. Kyle. Kendall, do control plus. Who screwed up? <laughs> Keep making it bigger. Keep going. Oh. Keep going. Keep going. All right. This is going to be hard. Luck. Is that the be... chicken patty BLTs? Keep going. Keep going. Got to make it bigger. All right. Perfect. Oh, good, good All right. Dinner. So this is going to be hard for the listeners to, uh, but I uh, found a quiz that I liked. Um, I figure Kyle and Paul can get into this. I don't know if this is going to go over well, uh, but we're going to find out. Uh, Kendall's going to play usually about a nine second, eight second clip. More than uh, likely canter. <laughs> uh, go ahead and play it, Kendall. Uh, but it's a pick your poison thing. They're Why? trying to take Tatum and Walker out. 
All right. Make so I don't know if the viewers can or the listeners can hear that. Uh, something you screwed up. There's four options there. Did you so, watch it, Kyle? I did. You want to play it again? Yeah, just play it one more time. Yeah. Uh, so, so it's the, a who fucked up quiz uh, on NBA defense. So we're watching a clip and we're seeing who we believe fucked up. All of these are testing different merits of NBA defense. I think I'm right. In my in my opinion, it's Jason Tatum. I thought Tatum. It's Jason Tatum. He, he he went over the pick and roll when the the the, the other defender clearly switched. I, I believe it's Jason Tatum. Okay, Kyle. This will Cantor gets a punt. Well, this will tell you if you're right or wrong. So yeah, Kyle saying Cantor, Paul saying Tatum, Mock saying Tatum, Kendall. Uh, can I watch it one more time? Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> Uh, but it's a pick your poison thing. They're Do you know which one's which, Kendall? Nope. Okay. And make guys Does it matter? Like they have the numbers. Okay. Good passing, big to big. Not all of these have the numbers. I, uh, I think it's Tatum. It was Grant Williams. All right, Kendall, pick whichever one you want. Okay. I'm going to go Grant Williams here. Okay. So it was actually Brad Woodmaker. <laughs> what number did you wear? Number nine. All right, now play it again so we can see now that that's what they have the answer. Uh, but it's a pick-your-poison thing. They're trying to take Tatum and Walker out and make guys like Grant Williams make shots. That's not Wanamaker's fault. I, I will defend why. Because Pascal Siakam went out of bounds and came back in. Wanamaker was watching the ball and had an idea of where his defender was. He came back in bounds after the deflated pick-and-roll defense. I understand that Wanamaker should have had more – contact with his defender but Siakam went out of play he stayed with Siakam where he went and then after Tatum and Cantor botched the pick and roll defense and Ibaka had a clear lane to the basket he went up because he was wide open with the ball okay Kyle Kyle didn't, Kyle's watch, ba- it. Kyle Kyle's, didn't watch it Kyle's basically picking a, picking a thing in his draft go ahead and hit the next one uh, so this is a. Uh, All right, so we have Kawhi Leonard guarding the ball. So re- read the question switched. though. You're assuming the Clippers are hedging pick and rolls. So who screwed up in this? Kendall, go ahead and play the clip. The first quarter, we've had 11 lead changes. Can they hear that? Yeah. Very okay. close. Nice pocket pass inside. A little give and go and a beautiful a play. Kendall, play it again. The first quarter, we've had 11 lead changes. Very close. Nice pocket pass inside. Kendall, play it one more time. Give and go and a beautiful play. Montrezl Harrell. Realistically, it was everybody. The first quarter. Yeah, it was pretty shitty defensive team, but Montrezl Harrell. Very close. Nice pocket Shouldn't pass Shouldn't even switch to Jokic, though? Montrezl Harrell should have came over from the weak side. Okay. In my opinion. Kyle? From fundamental I defense, Montrezl Harrell should have came over from the weak side. You, Mock? And, 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 you, I, I say Harrell. In today's NBA, you don't want to give. You don't want to ever leave somebody open behind the arc, but you will. You never, ever, ever sacrifice guarding somebody on the perimeter to let someone have an easy two-handed dunk, and he's on the weak side. Kendall? Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know basketball strategy nearly close to Paul or, or Kyle. Or uh, Mock. But, well, listen, <laughs> I, I think I, I got you back, Mock. <laughs> Uh, but, judge, but judging by what's available here, I'm going to go with uh, Kawhi is to blame here. Number two, uh, uh, the ball initially he should have switched to Jokic. All right. Jokic. Jokic. Yeah, I, know, I shouldn't have said Joker. that. Josephek. So just click an answer. It was Montreal Harris. Montrezl Harrell. Montrezl Harrell. That. Yeah, that, it's, it's, it's classic weak side defense. Kendall, play it one more time. Anybody who's ever played any form of organized court, basketball, we whether it's Weber changes. or high school basketball. Very close. 
Nice pocket pass inside. He literally Jimmy just did that. Yeah, because you see play. Reggie Jackson take the step in to eliminate him from coming completely across the paint. But still staying with his defender. Next one. Who screwed up? Celtics and Raptors. Can we just play the clip? Go ahead right. and play the clip. Play it three Eight times. points in the first quarter of game two. Looking for more as he finds Williams instead. And another throw down for Williams. Well, smart play by Williams. Okay, hold on. Before you play it again, I want to read the answers. I want to know what numbers I'm watching. Because there's four numbers, but there's only five. Oh, that's fair enough. Um... I don't know how many uh, answer or how many questions there are in this. I didn't actually take the quiz. I just did the first answer. and thought this would be fun for the show. It was actually kind of cool. All right, so, go ahead. Play it again. Eight points in the first quarter of game two. Looking for more as he finds Williams instead. And another throw down for Kendall? Williams. Play one more time. In my opinion, I think Hold on. Play it one more time. Eight points in the first quarter of game two. Looking for more as he finds Williams instead. And another throw down All right. for Williams. Well, play by Williams. I mean, in my opinion, I think it's a Baca just because he left his man. Yeah, uh, Ananobi was following the guy towards out of bounds, but he made the nice play. I, I, I don't think Ibaka did anything wrong. I just think he left his man. Can you play it one more time? Yeah. Eight points in the first quarter of game two. Looking for more as he finds Williams instead. And another throw down for Williams. Well, smart play by Williams. I think it's Yakum. He was the sink man and left Robert Williams too early, allowing a dunk. Mock? Uh, I vote Powell because he played defense how I would be. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Kendall, click on one. Hold on, hold on. All right. Did you not answer? No. Can you play it one more time? Yes. We're going to do our right shot after this because I don't think we're going to be able to drive the game the Finds Williams instead and another throw down for Williams. Well, smart play by Williams. This is hard. What do you think, Paul? I'm gonna go with Siakam. Why? Because they they were playing a, they were they were playing a two three defense. I don't agree with the Ibaka overhelping thing. They were playing a two three defense, which is not really a good thing in the NBA. To be honest, I don't think anybody should be playing that because of the three second rule. You, you get bit too many times. But they were playing a two three defense there. So Ibaka's goal was to be standing pretty much in the the inner circle there. And Siakam, when he drove in, he, he kind of left, like, I mean, it says right there, too early. I wasn't reading the thing. He, he left he left too early. He should have stayed over. He had the he has the speed and the ability. It's the same type thing we're talking about with Montrezl Harrell. It's the weak side defense. If they're going to kick it out all the way across the court to the guy in the corner, you're going to trust your defender's ability to get back over and make a contested shot before giving up an easy two points. Kendall. I personally think it's Siakam. Kendall, pick one. It was, in fact, Siakam. Look at yes. that. All right. I uh, also agree that Powell was not helping the play. But he wasn't supposed <laughs> to go down there. Regardless. He was, he's avoiding the quick, easy kick out to the top of the key. All right, he, let's, he let's do this rise shot real quick. An extra man. All right, do this quick taste. What do you get on the nose? Kyle, did you drink yours already? No. Oh, wow. Shocker. Thought about it. This doesn't have as much alcohol smell on it. Uh, it stays true to kind of the sweet thing that we've had. It's actually just apple juice. No, oh, it's apple juice. My goodness. Um, I don't think the sweet thing is there this that much on this one. Kyle, what do you got? Um, again, another a little bit of an oak smell. The wood <laughs> that makes it good. I think that... I don't know. I think I smell you. 
I think it's a little bit of a honey type smell. That's Y E W, not Y O U. Not too great. I agree. I kind of get. I get actually more honey than vanilla on this one. Yeah, Kyle, there is something in here that you should be getting more than anybody else. Citrus. Oh, there's rich blend in here. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's something in here that you should be getting more than anybody else giving off the fruit that you like to eat. Uh, more of a cantaloupe type. <laughs> no, I'm, there's cantaloupe and honey doing this. Here's the way he said it. I'm you, should, sorry. you should be getting. You should be getting a, a a rich melon flavor, which would be a cantaloupe, a honeydew, something like that. I should be, but I'm not. You should pull a little bit of honey out of it. You shouldn't be getting any vanilla on this. I'm not on the nose. Um, very mild, mannered on the oak. And you're not going to pull out any spices, really. This is I mean, smelling California they're, redwood. They're in there. You're gonna get a very rich, kind of like a, almost like like a like a fruit salad kind of like like a like a cantaloupe, hmm. honeydew, maybe yeah. maybe like a little bit of of grape and honey and, and things like that. It's very light. It's interesting, gentlemen, Nostrovia. You should get almost initially no burn at all on the first bit of the tongue. No, but it comes back. It shouldn't come back harsh, though. Hmm. It should be very mellowed out. You get a little bit of burn as it, as it rolls down the tongue, and then it should finish out very smooth. Yep. Yeah. That's actually very fruity on the end of that. Wow. Yeah, this one stands out, actually. That's very lot. good. Um, I, so you're not going to taste a lot of that cantaloupe or anything like that? I taste some kind of fruit. I mean, When I, it pulls I, through, you're going to get some notes of honey. Yeah, like initially. Banana. Wow. Green apple. And then you're going to pull out a little bit of oak at the end. That's so crazy. That that green apple. As soon as you said it, it's like... I feel... It tastes Granny Smith-like. And then you'll get some cinnamon at the end. A little bit of cinnamon. Yeah. A little bit of nutmeg. A little bit of coriander. There's coriander in this? There's not coriander in it. I mean, none none of the things you've tasted have had vanilla in them. Fair enough. Just a barrel. What, are you peeing? You can't sit here and, and be surprised for the reveal, or do this NBA defensive thing, or your job. All right, you hold on, I got this. Ass, Rebecca, you're going over there to click play. All right. Assume Denver is in a hedge. Who screwed up? All right, Rebecca, hit it. No, here's the real quiz. What's a hedge? It's a type a of tree. bush. No, what's a hedge though for defense? It's a type you throw of bush. it over someone's head. What? Nothing. I'm gonna hit timer. Mark, are you watching? He thinks guys are ready to exhaust themselves on both sides, Mark. Yeah, he was certainly defiant, Cassidy, after that game six loss as Gobert gets an pick? easy one inside. So, Is that what I had to I want to read these. He says he thinks Hedges guys are ready to off. exhaust themselves what? on both sides, Mark. Yeah, yeah, he was certainly defiant, so Cassidy, after that game six loss as Gobert gets what an easy the lead one man? inside. What defines a lead man? In that in that scenario, I I don't even know how to answer your question. Is a lead what does man. it mean to defend a hedge? Assume Denver's in a hedge. What does it mean, Kyle? Uh, I don't know if that's what you mean. Well, what's a lead man? The lead man is either the initial person driving to the basket, creating the play, 
or it can be the guy off the ball. So, for example, in the 2004 Detroit Pistons team, Rip Hamilton was always the head man. He very rarely had the ball in his hands, but he was always the guy roaming for the play. Gotcha. But in that scenario, is wrong. Kendall, play it again. Uh, we got a lot of empty radio here, boys. Mm, this nah, is, well, I know, but I, I, I got to read these things. Like, I think Jokic is wrong. Like I'm looking, I'm looking for the thing, but it's also part of this too. Is like, like based off the first one, like the explanation they're giving is is part of it. So, looking, so what does Millsap say there, Kendall? It says uh, he was in good position, but he gambled for the steal. All right, so go ahead. Let's see it. Play it again. He says he thinks guys are ready to exhaust themselves on both sides, Mark. Yeah, he was certainly defiant, Cassidy, after that game six loss as Gobert gets an easy one inside. It's weird because the way it played out was so strange. No. Like, it was kind of like behind the... I think it's Jokic because he he should know better that... Play it one more time. Go ahead. I'm, I'm listening. Because Gobert, he should know better that Gobert does not shoot the ball. He says he thinks guys Stick are ready your man, to don't. exhaust themselves on both sides, Mark. Yeah, he was Monte certainly Morris. defiant, Cassidy. After yeah, but I, I know what you're saying there, Kyle, but, it, but it's, the pick, an and, it's the pick and roll. Go, Jokic has the clear defensive advantage because he couldn't keep up with Gobert. Because even though Gobert can't shoot, Gobert's faster. And he couldn't keep up with him going up to the screen. So it's better for him to stay back and avoid and, and prevent the drive. In that situation, if, he, if the guard doesn't penetrate... Jokic rolls back out to get Gobert, who it can stay uncontested on the three-point line, while the guard switches back over. I, agree, I think it's I think it's Millsap because I agree with it. Millsap was in a perfect position, and if Millsap didn't go for the steal, would have been in the absolute prime spot to contend that shot, or at least make him kick it back out to the three in the corner. All right, I say Millsap. You say Jokic. Yeah. What is All that? right. Anybody else? Hit I'm it. gonna I'm gonna go Jokic as well. Okay. Millsap. Monte Morris. All right, so click Monte. Okay, you're next. It was Millsap. It was, in fact, Millsap. It, 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 Millsap was not in a – he wasn't in a position for a high percentage steal opportunity. On both sides. So, Kendall, before yeah, you hit – He was undersized. That, look at me. Look, you see him. He's undersized in that situation, and he had the inside edge on. Then I'll play it again. It definitely wasn't Morris because he overshot. This is something I made a mistake. Right, but I'm saying – but Millsap had the inside edge on him already. No, I get it. And Millsap doesn't jump to make that steal. I mean, here's the thing. At the end of the day, they're both wrong. Well, no, at the end of the day, if you really want to break this down, because if he kept the inside edge, he would have been wide open in the corner. So really, it was – play it again real quick, Kendall. It, really, at the end of the day, if this if, – if he didn't go for the steal, this is what would have happened. You see Gobert come up. He sets the pick. He goes back down. Gobert gets the ball. Millsap doesn't go for the steal. He kicks it out for that. And then it would have been up in the corner. The guy with the headband. I couldn't see what number he was. He should have rotated down to play the corner in that position because – Gobert would have had his back to the top of the key. He would have never seen that guy wide open to take the three at the top of the key. That's where it should have gone. So these are all testing different concepts of defense. This one tested low man. Mark, you should join in at some point. The inside of your eyelids are getting heavy. Can you drive, though? Next. I'm actually kind of waking up so I can drive, too. All right, so the Clippers. It's Paul George's fault. He's terrible. <laughs> is it the playoffs? Because if it's the playoffs, it's Paul George's fault. It is the playoffs. It's Paul George's uh, the fault. Clippers Kyle, are can we agree? To get the, uh, the Clippers are blitzing to get the ball out of Doncic's hands. Who screwed up? Uh, hold on, before we even go. Right, Do so we want to just say Paul George ahead of time? No. So, Shamit, he should have left the I'll corner. I'll say Paul George get, ahead of time. He should have left the corner to get help in the middle. Paul George was late, hel- late helping the helper. Kawhi Leonard has to hustle. 
read those last two comes against the Peyton, protect against the layup, and then Marcus Morris, the guy who dunked was his man, and Morris was overhelping. It was probably Marcus Morris. It was probably Marcus Morris. Fuck Marcus Morris. Just looked over to Coach Doc Rivers and did the, the circle of bases sign, like, check check it over. Oh, oh beautiful. Backdoor. Kleba. Who's number three? Marcus Morris. Marcus Morris. Play it again. I, I believe it was Marcus Morris as well, but play it one more time. Just looked over to Coach Doc Rivers and did the, the circle of bases sign, like, check check it over. Oh, oh beautiful. I don't know, though, because Marcus Morris didn't come up as much as, it looks, as much as you think. Play think it one more time. Caught in no man's land. Play it one more time. Just looked over to one Coach Doc time. Rivers and did the, the circle of bases sign, like, check check it over. Oh, oh. beautiful. Backdoor. Kleba. I'm going to go Paul George. He yeah, wasn't it, part of the initial pick and roll, and he and he should have he should have stayed back an edge. He seemed like he was kind of watching the play. I think Paul George well, is my he, pick. I think he jumped up to, to I think he jumped up in, in in anticipation of there being a defensive play to make. I'm going Paul George. I oh, do Marcus think that Marcus Morris overhelped a little, but he didn't come up that far. If Marcus Morris came up any further, he would have gotten beat speed wise. And if he stayed back another step, he would have had a wide open lane right to the basket. Is Marcus Morris the one that stepped on John Doncic's ankle? I don't remember. I didn't watch the series. Yeah. Fuck him. I'm going Paul George. Marcus Morris. Paul George. Paul George. It was Paul George. Yeah. Play it again. Just you looked over so to Coach Doc Rivers. You have the, 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 the pick and roll coming. And, and, and and so, like, yeah, check, Paul George is not even part of that. Oh, defensive beautiful. Play. Except too far. That allows the, the, the strong play side corner player to come in. And Paul George is never going to be able to get in there to play any defense on that. Just looked over to Coach Doc Rivers. So I was right. So yeah, Paul George should have been back two steps in that situation. Cool. Next. I have no idea how many of these there are. Assume the Celtics are switching pick and rolls. 100 of these. Assume the Celtics are switching pick and rolls. Who screwed up? Okay. So Kemba Walker should have stayed with his man, Van Vliet. Ibaka was the man originally, and Williams let him cut behind for the dunk. That sounds like it would be his fault. Jalen Brown was responsible for taking uh, Grant Williams' guy when Williams shifted to protect the rim, and Brown lost track of Baca. Uh, All right, so go ahead and play it. Both Walker and Brown. Walker didn't uh, close out well, and Brown uh, missed Miss his Richard. rotation. Play it again. Kendall, do me a favor. Play it one more time. Uh, in my opinion, it's Kemba Walker. Uh, Walker and Brown. I mean, I, can, I definitely see that as Brown, but I think it's Kemba Walker to begin with. Play it one more time. One more time. So, Kyle, does that make it that fourth option there? No, 22 players. Okay. You know, I, I feel like it's Grant Williams. Uh, he says uh, Bach was his man originally, oh. and Williams let him cut behind. <laughs> J- Jalen Brown. I think it, I think it's both Walker and Brown. Yeah, so do I. I'm going Jalen Brown. Okay, so we got one for Brown. I got me, and then we got two for Walker and Brown. Yeah. Mock. Oh, that one. All right, All right. three for that one. There it is, Walker and Brown. Walker didn't close out well, and Brown missed his rotation. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, Walker got too aggressive. Right here. He gets too aggressive. Yeah. He should have stayed back a step. But Wouldn't have been beat on the inside if that. 
Well, he still would have been beat because he's oversized. He's undersized. But but Brown didn't rotate. Brown should have. You always come back and you stop the cutter. You never you never ever stick back and, and play the three point guy. All right, so we got the Rockets and Lakers. Uh, I'm not even going to try and pronounce that name. Uh, Contavious Caldwell Pope. Thank you. He sucks. Unclear what he's it's doing. He, I like that thing. Unclear what he is doing. He I'm should not have left Gordon open in the corner. I'm going with Danny Green. Can't allow yourself to get screened off like that. Kuzma. He was supposed to switch, switch with, with Caldwell Pope. Yeah. And Anthony Easy. Davis, he should have called for the switch when he got matched up. I'm going with Caldwell Pope. I'm going with Danny Green. Let me see. Sounds like a very Danny Green thing to do. Daniel House in the ball game along with Jeff Green. Gordon from oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, Play that might. Daniel House in the ball game along with Jeff Green. Yeah, oh Caldwell Pope. Yeah. He's all alone. Caldwell Pope. Yeah. All right, yeah, it's got to I mean, be. It's, it's not going to be because we, it's unanimous, but it should be him. Yes. <laughs> Overhelping. <laughs> Next. That was the easiest one so far. Fuck you, Caldwell Pope. I will do a couple more of these. All of the above. <laughs> Assume the Bucks are dropping Giannis in a pick and roll coverage. What might be more effective defensive scheme here against a shooting big man like Porzingis? All right, so have Wes Matthews execute a peelback switch. Switch all pick and rolls involving Matthews and Giannis. Have Giannis show instead of drop. Drop. Okay, and all of the above. Okay, hit it. Uh, no sound on this one. That's all right. So, all right. There's the first one. Hit it okay. again. Kendall, did you play by play? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you used to do these all the time for us. That's true. I, I'm going to just make up the players. Right. <laughs> Here we go. Marquez dealing to the right side, kicks it back. Porzingis shoots, and wow, nothing but net there at right. the rebound. I'm going to go with have Wes Matthews execute a peelback switch. I'm going to go with all the above. I might go with that also. I'm going to go with Wes because I, I think you want Giannis. I think you want Giannis where he is because Giannis is going to do more damage inside than he is outside. I, I go Wes Matthews peelback peel switch. Kyle? All the above because it's usually what Okay. It is, in fact, all the above. That's fair. I wouldn't have called it that way, but it's, I understand why. All right. Next, we'll go to 10. Plumby. Plumley. 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 Why is Mason Plumley not called for a defensive three-second violation here? Okay. Okay. So this is <laughs> the longest explanation. All right. So NBA removed defensive three-second violation when they made zone defense legal. Plumley first tags Gobert, then gets both feet out of the lane, resetting or clearing. Plumley first got his right foot outside of the lane while his left foot stayed in. He then jumped out of the lane each time with the Bay, and teams are allowed to have a man in the middle if they are clearly playing the zone. Okay. Okay. This one also has no sound. That's fine. We'll deal. This is 16 seconds long. Holy shit. This is the longest one we watched. Well, yeah, yeah, we're getting some split screen action. Oh, because we're watching an instant replay. So, uh, so what technically constitutes a defensive three second violation, Kyle? He's in that key for three seconds. He's in that rectangle for three seconds. That's a bad thing. If he's in it for three seconds, it's a defensive three seconds. You can't just have someone camped in, in the middle and playing defense the whole time. Saying right. slam ball. Slam ball. I don't know what slam ball you is. Get out of it. He'd get out of it. He did. 
If one foot is up, does that count? Yeah. Oh, okay. Then he got out of it. Yeah, so it's C. Yeah, it's C. The long one. Yeah, that one. Ah. What? It says, Plumley first tags Gobert, then gets both feet out of the lane, resetting or cleansing. His oh, okay. Clock. So I see what they're saying. Play I, it I again. the tags thing. So when you're playing defense inside the zone, if an offensive player, even if he's in or out of the zone, if, if it's something that you – if you're physically, if you put his your arm on him or you have your hand on him because he's if you he, touch him like this, no, not like that. It's if he's caught if he's causing you to be in the zone, you aren't going to get a three second call. Okay, they're not going to call a three. If someone's backing you down with a foot outside of the zone, continuously just kind of dribbling back into you, and you're in the, you're in there defending. You're not playing there to camp. Right, you're playing there because you have to play defense there. So that's what they meant by tagging, and I misunderstood tagging when I read it. So he tags with Gobert because Gobert was uh, the way Gobert was positioned offensively outside of the lane was causing Plumlee to stay in the lane. So he, he goes up, he put he, he's got his hand up on him, and he's playing defense. He's clearly playing defense there. Then when he comes back across the zone, you see him get both feet out of the zone, and he comes back in. So that makes sense. Hmm. I mis I misunderstood tag. Hit it. What is two nining? What two point nining? Where do you see that? I, I think the 2.9 is in reference to three seconds. Oh, yeah. You're, you're milking it. You're making sure you get everything you can out of the zone. Gotcha. All right. So who screwed up here? This is Celtics and Raptors again. All right. So he overhelped, leaving his man open for three. Robert Williams supposed to rotate from the paint to the three-point three line. line. Kemba Walker. Once he sees OJ. How do you say it, Kyle? See me. Uh, see my. Oh, I don't know. Alright, so once he sees him rotate to his man, he's supposed to X out and get the shooter to the... Okay, and no one this play was defended well. Alright, go ahead. What a weapon that Boston has. Walker matching Lowry now with 11 points. I'm going to go with D. Delivers one right between the eyes. I think that was just an excellent offensive play. What a weapon that Boston has. Walker matching Lowry now with 11 points. He got overlaid, but I don't think it was really his fault. Walker was like getting there though. Marcus Smart delivers there. It's not. It's not his fault, Kyle. You're gonna blame Marcus Smart, the best defender on that team. Marcus Smart's not even an option. I mean, the fourth option. I, I might go Ojale over helping. Play it one more time. No one. No one. What a weapon that Boston has. Walker. I mean. I I I personally say Kemba. Yeah, there I would were, say there Kemba were, too. There were so many people in the paint that Kemba should have. Rotated out. He should have rotated out, but I understanding like that it takes time to dissect the play and see what's going on. His I reaction time that. is a little slow, but so I'm going with C. I'm gonna go with C as well. Kyle D, Mock D, Kendall? I go A. All right. <laughs> I hope Kendall's right. <laughs> All right, no, Kemba Walker. That was the one. C was correct. Uh, let's All right, see. All right. So one more time, Sounds just for good. sake. Mass, this would go one. If there's more of these, let's save them. We'll do them another time. Cool. Well, there's ten of them, so we got That's it? you got all of them right except for two. So you got eight out of ten. Good job. Hey, I'd be interested for other sports, which I think only kind of comes in. I there. didn't make this for what it's worth. No, I know, but you found it. So I mean, you were searching something. Okay. Pornhub. Yeah. <laughs> we're doing hockey in three weeks when they're back. Perfect. Who fucked up? I know Mock's always going to pick the goalie because he let it in. Yeah. It's his fault. <laughs> So did you guys get a chance to review the teams? Yep. Nope, Mock didn't. <laughs> I forgot all about that. <laughs> all right, so go make a random list generator, Kendall. 
Um, we'll do some beer reviews real quick while, while he gets that going. So everybody had the Cloud Source from Two Roads. Uh, Kyle, what do you think? It's pretty good. Four to five. Four to five? Top ten beer all time? No. Not even top ten? Probably, but I don't know. I have to think about it. Rank them right now. All top ten. I'm just kidding. Mark, what do you think? I thought the Cloud Source was very good. Is this your first time having it? Yes. Yeah? You liked um, it? I thought it was very good. Pretty pretty smooth. I thought it was kind of like a session hazy IPA. Like, it wasn't um, light. It was like, it wasn't... It, it was very like, light. But, but sessions, I, I don't know, like, uh, at least to me, sessions aren't as smooth. Like, you, you get the, the bite a little more. I know they're lower, but um, this I didn't think had that. I thought this was pretty pretty good. Especially as it got warmer, the, the flavor opened Type up. Type the names, Kendall. Oh, man. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's kind of dangerous uh, in there. I enjoyed it. I mean, uh, since those were there, it was great. This was an hour and a half ago. I killed this in maybe the first 30 minutes, so I don't remember it that well. Um, I mean, it was light. Um, it was hazier than I thought it would be, but it wasn't a bad hazy. Um, I would get it again. I'd give it. I'd give that three and a half stars. Pretty crushable, juicy IPA. Yeah, I'm I think glad it comes in the twelve ounce can. I can see myself drinking. Yeah, I think I definitely a six pack of these at a party. Yeah, I went. I think with very high expectations for whatever reason. I think just because I bought it and didn't well, drink it right well, away. Also, too, I think because it's a two roads IPA. Two roads has been, you know. Ever since there, ever since Two Roads came out with the Road to Ruin, I mean, I think hey, Mock would agree with can this. Can you guys shut the fuck up? Wow, I was so not even fucking talking, asshole. I think Mock would wow. agree with this. I mean, Two Roads they, they launched with the Road to Ruin. It's shortly after Edition wow. Little Heaven. And then, then you go into it with this the double the uh, the, uh, the too juicy. Too juicy. I mean, I know Mock's not a fan, but the little juicy and then the, the, the high expectations from the IPA world in the Two Roads industry, I, right? And they, well, they just make a lot of good beers anyway. Yeah, so yeah. But I'm saying, I, but like, but yeah, like I high expectations. I don't think yeah. is, is something that you should shy away from. From when you come from a no, two roads IPA, especially one that's advertised as juicy. Yeah. And then the other one that we had too, the um, everything but the kitchen sink. Yeah. Another one, good one. They they make good beers, except for Rosemary Baby. Fuck the pumpkin game. That's yeah. They, I don't. That was just like a stretch. Getting in the game. Don't, no, don't need no. to be. They do make the other Rosemary Baby, which I think is cool that they do that. The rum barrel aged one. Oh, yeah. I, do th- I don't like it, but I think it's cool. Um, Kyle, you had a couple other craft beers over there that we've had on the show before. Oma Gang Neon Rainbows? Yeah. yeah. Or Neon. Which one is that? Neon Lights? Neon Lights. What'd you think? You've had it before, but. It's, it's good. It, yeah. I like the rainbow one better. Okay. But it's still like a. Stars? 3.8. 3.8, all right. And then you had, you finish off with the Pipeworks collab. Water balloon coffee champ. Yep, the Clementine Ale. Clementine IPA. 3.9. 3.9, you like that one? Yeah. Yeah, all right. Anything else? Do you have anything else? <laughs> no? Rest of us, Bush Light? Bush. 12 out of 12. I mean, you know, yeah. for what it is, I could drink it forever. Yup. Easy drinking. There's beer. some companies that just know how to make a shitty beer. Kyle. Red Dog. So, we got the random list, so everyone, everyone's good? Kendall, what us? Go ahead, randomize. All right, so... Fuck! Yeah! <laughs> well, Kyle, you're just picking... Got last. Team, right? So, you're going to pick te- one of the six teams, Kyle. You just got to pick one. All right, Kyle, bum, you got it. Bum, the radio. Dude, shut up. Or, listen, it's a podcast. I mean... Is it? Well, we're on it's, that radio show. Well, it's both. That's the nice part. We are hybrid. Team one. Okay. So, uh, Mock, you're up next. Yeah. Um, oh, man. Well, you did a good job. 
I try. I tried to make it so that one team wasn't too overly hyped. So basically, what I did was on this while you're while you're deciding, everyone else can look. Use this opportunity if you want, unless Matt already knows what he's taking last. Um, but what I did was so, like I said, I kind of did a snake order. So like team one through six, I did one first all the way to six. I did quarterback, so I did t- like quarterback one, then quarterback twelve, and then thirteen, because that's how you would do it in a snake if you were just doing quarterbacks. And then I went one through six, and then I started with six for running backs and went yeah. to one. So, like, you know, teams three and four are going to be really well balanced, whereas team one and six, you'll notice, like, team one, for example, like Kyle, Kyle picked team one, right? So team one, you're going to notice they have Mahomes and Watson, or T- Mahomes and Thomas, but then the, the next wide receiver, even in a six-team league, goes straight to Cooper, which, not a bad wide receiver, but... In a six-team league, for your one-two to be Thomas Cooper, you'd be like, what the fuck? And then you look at running backs, they're stuck with Henry and Edwards-Hilaire. So they got kind of the shaft of the running backs. Yeah. We, we can change the players. Like, you can change the players. I gotta so you, send it to you. You have to send it to me okay. before Thursday. Okay. So the bench players you see there, and like the flexes aren't set. I just put the wide receivers in the flex so I can keep track. But you can change this however you want. You have two kickers, you have two defense, you have an you have extra receivers, extra running backs, and you have three quarterbacks. You only need two. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying, so you have plenty. You have an extra tight end as well, and buys shouldn't be an issue. Have we come? If that comes to it, we'll figure it out when the time comes. So you're going team one. Yeah. Mock team two. All right. Kendall, I believe you're next. I'm going uh, team six. Okay. I'm next, and I had who did I have here? So team six is close to like my perfect team. So, so we have six team. Is just one team left. One out? team won't get picked. Yeah, I'm going team four. I'm going team five. I don't know what's on team five. I told Ashley to pick six random numbers in that order, and I picked the highest one that was left. All right. So sure. just for hahas, we'll go through. So team three was the only team not picked. So I'll list that team just for hahas. Your quarterbacks are Deshaun Watson, Carson Wentz, and Cam Newton. Running backs are Dalvin Cook, Kenyon Drake, David Johnson, uh, Le'Veon Bell, and Ronald Jones. Your receivers are Julio Jones, Adam Thieler, Cameron Sutton, Keenan Allen, uh, Devontae Parker, and Debo Samuel. Tight ends are Mark Andrews, Rob Gronkowski, and Jack Doyle. Kickers are Will Lutz and whatever Gonzalez. And the defenses are Baltimore Ravens and New England Patriots. I'm pretty happy with my team. So, I got team five, right? Yeah. Cool. So, those are the teams. So, I'll keep track of it. Like I said, I'm going to use the sleeper scoring to keep track of the players' points. Um, I'll come in, you know, on Monday, every show, with where we're at. Obviously, next Monday, we're not going to be able to report, even at the end of the show, who won because we do the double Monday night header. So the first game, the second game will end until about one thirty in the morning our time. So we'll have to kind of do like a, a a recap of that the following week, and we'll do some social media posts, yeah. and then I'll, I'll text the guys to do the pick. So we'll do it, and it's in order: whoever wins gets first pick. You guys mm-hmm. want to hear our team? No. Oh, for the podcast? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's hear the team. This is the versus other sports shows. Yeah, yeah. yeah fuck yeah. you guys, but also good job. All right. So our first quarterback is Drew Brees. Back I would say, hold on, sorry, just for fluidity and, and speed, I wouldn't go in, like, the way you pick. Just, like, name your quarterbacks, name your running I think that's what he's doing. Well, I'm doing, like, just down our route. All right, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, running backs, Christian McCaffrey, Le'Veon Bell. 
Did the first pick? Yeah. Okay. Wide receivers, Julio Jones, DeAndre Hopkins, and Julian Edelman. Okay. Uh, Darren Waller, uh, John Brown, Tariq Cohen, Matt Ryan, Greg Zerline, and Pittsburgh defense. Our bench is Teddy Bridgewater, Tevin Coleman, Matt Breida, Rashard Perriman, Alan Lazer, Darius Slayton. That's how you know it's a shitty bench. Like, 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 like I mean, like, a too many picks. Yeah. Like, too many bench spots. Mike Lesky and Seattle defense. How many teams were there? Ten, Ten teams, 20, 20 rounds. 200 Jesus. picks? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's a lot. Not even 200 George good NFL right, players. Me and Kyle yeah. just, like, literally just pick somebody. <laughs> well, good job, guys. What do you guys think? Listen. I think Kendall would have done a better job because we would have gotten all the Denver running backs. But That's true. That's we'll a mistake. We also would have gotten all the Chargers players. It's true. AFC West all the way. But listen, guys. It's on you. Bring it home to GSWD, the Closing greatest the sports podcast slash radio show slash lifestyle magazine. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, closing remarks. Anybody have anything you want to close out with? Mass? Yeah, uh, I feel like we should put this as uh, the GSWD poll for this week. Um, Mrs. Mass and I are getting a dog. Uh, Tibetan Mastiff. I don't know yet. We're waiting to hear are we, tomorrow. Are we picking breed? What are we picking? No, 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 no. Oh, name. Uh, so, uh, so Mrs. Mass texted me tonight and said, "I want to name the dog Ramsey." She has no idea. Okay. All right. Uh, what do you guys think? Bad name? Donald. Yes, yes I think it's I a bad name. I personally like Wilson. It's hilarious because she doesn't know. No, but that's what's funny is because uh, you do, and other people know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, what do we think, it's Ramsey? Like, it's yes like when or no? Karen no. let Chris name his dog Judge. All right, so we got one no from Kyle. What do we got from Mock? Uh, I I would say no. Paul? Is it a boy or a girl? Don't know yet. <laughs> no. Give so, him a girl right, dog, Ramsey. So, so let's say it's a boy. Let's say it's a boy. Still no, okay. because then your dog's overrated as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Kendall? No, but I'll tell you what. If you have a boy dog, the dog's name is going to be Atlas. That's an awesome name for a dog. That's fucking awesome. I like it. Chadwick. I would just name him Chog the Dog. Oh, also, rest yeah, in peace. It's a playoff of Greg the Leg. Chog the Dog. <laughs> rest in peace, Black Panther. Also, I think you should just name him Doge. <laughs> a good name, just Doge. Soft G. <laughs> yeah. Doge. I like it. All right, anybody else? Hey, Mark, where can they find us? I had something. I'm real bummed right now. Be sure hey, to find us on Facebook and Instagram at Getting Sports Drunk. Twitter is GSWD underscore four. Make sure to use the hashtag GSWD for all your daily uses, whether it's doing a NBA defensive breakdown play-by-play or remembering your thought mid-show. <laughs> Subscribe on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio. We are live on Spreaker every week. Spreaker. Be sure to check out the other shows on the PPR and Radio Network. Kendall? Hey, PPRN, 10 years. And Damn. Yeah, it's coming back to a 24-hour radio we, format. We heard it. Right now, well, look, this is this is important. It's ten years, and guess what? The twenty-four hour radio is coming back after a year and a half hiatus. Ten We're, years is a long time. It's longer than Kendall's been alive. Right, exactly. We're actually building the music right now. It's actually going down. Every every person. It's all on Tom Petty. Show <laughs> is uh, selecting the music uh, from Kendall, itself. I thought you were seventeen ten years ago. Uh, God, I, is that even correct? I don't even know. How old am I now? You know, I wish we had a, some time to. Uh, Dig into what Kendall's playlist is. Trash. A lot of good stuff. A lot of Paul Wall. <laughs> hey, but until next time, be greatest some. rapper of all time, right? Paul, no, what was your thought?
Oh, so I just real quick, uh, just what did you guys think of the the rye tasting? I, I thought it was fun. Mm-hmm. It was a lot better than the uh, the whiskey and scotches. Well, we, well, we scotches. have yeah. whiskey, so I'll watch you bite your tongue good. there, Mass. Shut up, Scott. Uh, <laughs> the the Michters was my favorite. Overall, Which one was that? Overall, I think it was the third one. Number we had. three. Yep. Okay. I like the fruity one. The last one. Yeah. Okay. But it's a it's a cool. The last one was the Crown Royal Private Select. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know they made one. Um, the second one wasn't bad either, though. I don't remember. What oh, the look at that one was. bag and all. Look at that. I don't remember what the second one was, but I liked the second one. I remember that. The second one was the Bullet Ride. That was pretty good. Oh. Hmm. All right, so again, make sure to tune in next week. We will not be joined live by the mass, or not by the mass, by uh, Mock Apparently, Sheen. I won't be here next week, folks. Yeah, Mock Sheen and Solze, um, Mojito. I might miss our, our game. You won't. Better without me. <laughs> but um, they'll, they'll join us, and I can't even, I'm going to be honest with you, they're probably not even going to join us via Skype. Because the Giants Giant Steelers game is going to be on, and unfortunately, Giants Steelers are those two guys' teams. So there's a pretty good chance they don't Skype in at all. So, yeah. Um, but we'll see you guys next week. Until then, I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler. I'm Mark. The captain. Yep. Mojito. The mask, Chris Massey. And I'm the Red of a Red Baron. Mm. Rat, 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 rat. Yeah.